join Rabbit and Red Radio Network on Patreon for exclusive shows, content, swag, and more. For the low price of $2 per month, you can join the family. So check us out at patreon.com slash network one That's patreon.com slash network the number one. Welcome back to Rabbit and Red Southern Takeover. It's uh, it's been a while. Well, not for Trav because uh, the... uh, my first. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, speaking got somebody of which, country enough to do it. Let's introduce everybody. Uh, you guys. <laughs> oh God. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, everybody knows me. I'm Cody Robinson, and our new co-host for. Rabbit and Red Southern Takeover, Travis Christian, my old buddy. Uh, so, Trav, why don't you tell everybody a little about yourself? Well, I'm not too much, though. We, we don't need, you know, this. That, that being said, th- this show doesn't have a rating. So, you know, you just do, do what you need to do. Oh, sweet. Open slate, then. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, Mr. Nanner's in the house already. Nanner. Yeah, uh, our friend uh, Morgan Welburn, uh, the uh, writer-director of uh, the uh, upcoming Helvira film. Oh, oh, no shit. Cool. Yeah. That is awesome. I Well, I automatically go to Banana Laser anytime you mention Nanners. It's, you know, imprinted in my brain heavy. But anyway, I'm Travis Christian. Um, country as fuck, if you can't tell by the accent. Um, just long-haired country boy. He practices it. Movies. Don't don't let him fool you. He practices it. Oh no, I, I practice the bad British accent. Is the one I practice, not mine. I hate the way I sound. <laughs> I listened to a little bit of our show the other He's... day, and I'm like, that is not fucking me. But it was a uh, big horror nerd, yeah. Terminators nerd, Batman, you name it. Big film buff. Uh, well, and uh, if I can get in, big phantasm back there too, broadcasting from the man cave here. And that's pretty much it that I can think of that's, well, oh, wait, I don't have to keep it PG-13, do I? No, no, no. We we encourage uh, free speech, unlike some other platforms. I like that, and I'm pretty sure I'd already been kicked out from the last show. So, so anyway. Oh, no, you, you don't hold a candle to Crippled Cody yet. Well, not yet, but, you know, this is my first showing. Uh so anyway, on this for our kickoff of the Southern Takeover, we me and uh, Cody were thinking about doing a top ten of hillbilly horror movies. Oh, so we're gonna dive right into it. We can. I kind of got more than ten because I included uh, some trilogies on a spot because I just didn't have room oh. for everything. I mean, you don't but, want to talk uh, about our menstrual cycles or anything like that to start with. I'm not circumcised, so I don't have one of those. 
So I'm good. <clears throat> Shut up! Update. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> oh, he was gone before I could unmute him. What the hell? Oh, uh, anyway, uh, this whole <clears throat> revamped uh, Southern Takeover uh, we're doing is uh, we just wanted to give a splash of uh, horror back to the Rabbit and Red Radio Network. Uh, so, and and the only way we know how to do things is the back ass, back ass, <laughs> back back ass words, uh, backwoods style. So. Yeah, me and Trav are going to try. Our style. Uh, I don't play the banjo. Well, we would if we. I mean, all, all you so play is the skin flute. I'm good at it. They though. are expensive. Even You're... the cheaper banjos are expensive. We need. We could do an whole ep- an whole episode on the price of banjos. Because remember, we were going to get a banjo for some of our floats, just so we could fuck with people, but we couldn't ever yeah. find one for under two hundred dollars. And that was a piece of shit that we found for 200 bucks. <clears throat> yeah. And like we were, we were saying on uh, the last Rabbit and Red episode, uh, the year-end special, you know, when we're on the river floating and we take anybody new with us uh, and you start hearing banjo music off in the distance and they start getting nervous, you just, you know, it's easy to come like, no, they're with us. Uh, mm-hmm. but- That's why you sure do you- got a pretty mouth. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we're going to try to put a little bit more horror in the network. Um, I was actually surprised, which I haven't had decent internet in, what, 10 years? Have been Because I live out in the middle of nowhere. Can't even get dial-up internet, so I've had a huge net, so there's no way I could do this. And uh, finally got Starlink. Here I am. Finally can come on a show Cody's been trying to get me to do for a while. And uh, I was astonished that there was no real yeah. horror podcasts on the network. I'm like, what? Which of those are the only podcasts I ever really uh, listened to. Sadly, sadly, not anymore. That's crazy. I mean, of course, I mean, we'll probably co- cover a few other movies that aren't quite horror ones. That we, you know, catch our special critique. We'll, we'll want to cover, but, you know, we'll probably stick to mainly horror. I mean, that's mainly what we like anyway. And Cody and I both have, uh, Similar but and, opposing and mid- views. Well, except him, he likes midget porn. No, we, I don't we like do. Porn. We I, do. I, no, I, I that no. I I don't like to like it. I like to participate, but I don't like to watch it. So, you know, I have the midget fetish, just not in uh, watching. Yeah, we both. We'll see, folks. We're not five minutes gonna... in, and you're already. Uh... I, I was afraid you was going to be bringing up Spring River there for a minute. I said, oh, shit, here we go. We're getting deep. <laughs> I'll save that for a later episode. I'll save that for All a right. later episode. We might have to do a midget horror episode, you know it? I don't know if anybody's ever done that. That's a really good idea. I, my cam might be a little shaky. Hey, but the thing happens. is, uh, we'd have to keep it short. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> it's boring that way. Yep. Yeah. Oh, we have uh, Father Mahoney in the chat. A Mahoney Massacre. Sweet. Yo, we'll Cody and Travis show from Father Mahoney. Too. Yeah. Yo back. Mahoney is my homie. 
I still catch myself singing yeah, that song uh, every now and then. I'll be at work. Yeah, that was a great song. Oh, very well yeah, produced song. Yeah, uh, it was badass. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Cosmic Creepers, the uh, writer producer of that song, is uh, he's working on a show for the network. Him no and a couple shit. of guys. Yeah, that's badass. Yep. I like it. What? Uh, so they got a name for the show yet, or? I don't fucking remember. That's been like a week ago. No drink since then. Come on, dude. You're you're hosting a show. You got to write this shit down. I wrote some shit down. I usually write it on the back of a beer box. Oh, I got I got this special. My daughter autographed it for me and gave me all kinds of artwork. My little notebook here and there. So. All right, Cody, we ain't got no Jeopardy music playing in the back. Come on. No, I don't know. I can't find it. <laughs> All right, no big deal. Anyway, another new show. Out. At some point, uh, it's yeah, Cosmic uh, is a great guy. Uh, he's uh, We know him from back from our uh, Banana Laser podcast days. And yeah, uh, uh, yeah uh, a great member of that community. Oh, wrote a great awesome song member. for Father Mahoney. Uh, Cosmic Creepers. Yeah, and he was on uh, he was on several episodes, or at least one that I know of. Of uh, when, uh, he, yeah, he did the uh, him and uh, Matt and Dave did the uh, uh, commentary for Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and that was a blast. Yeah, yes, it was. It was a good show. I remember that. Ah, yeah, Father Mahoney remembers uh, our favorite clown. Father Mahoney remembers everything. <clears throat> you just don't drink the Kool-Aid when you're at Father Mahoney's. All right. You guys are still going to be able to hear me, but I'm going to go off camera just for a minute. The beer going down just a little too smooth. He's not 15 minutes in. He's already got to take a leak. Oh, that and get a beer. So. Oh. So. Multitask, multitask. Well, there's a beer fridge and a drain right beside each other. It's ingenious. You'd almost think I built this house. So, Code, do you want to kick us off on uh, the top ten list? or? Well, I'd love to. All right. Take it away, sir. Okay. Starting at my number ten, uh, I've got... Troma's Mother's Day from uh, 80. Um, that movie, it's, dare I call it, the quintessential hillbilly horror film. Uh, it, and, now, you're saying Troma's Mother's Day. Is that different from the Mother's Day that I know? Not the remake. They made, There was a remake. Yeah, but that was a lot later than 1980, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, oof, I think in the 2000s. Okay, okay. I know, I know what movie you're talking about then. You're good. You just, I never realized that that one was a trauma release. Unless I'm bass backwards, but I'm almost positive it's trauma. Help me out here. I, Mr. Nanners, father, I look it up, us. but, uh, I'm kind of using my iPhone to do this podcast, so I can't really look shit but, up. Uh, I guess I can fire up the PS4, but. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. 
those. <laughs> Wait, what did you ask? Because I missed the question, but I can help you out. Uh, Mother's Day. God, that the was rain... a trauma release, wasn't it? Uh, the original was, yes. Yes, 1980. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Michael J., the Rain Man of Horror. Thank you, Mr. J. Who was in the remake? I haven't seen the remake. Uh, Father Mahoney just asked who, who was in the remake. I, I I don't know. I haven't seen it. Um, that's not the one with uh, that Kim Basinger was in, was it? No, the remake was... It was uh, Rebecca DeMornay. Ah, yes. that's right. Another blonde. I can't remember if Lost was in it, but I know she's seen was it, in but it. I don't remember it. Um, or at least I've seen part of it. I can't remember. And I believe that was the 90s when it, late 90s when it came out, wasn't it? Maybe early 2000s, the remake? Uh, it was early 2000s, I yeah. think. Okay. I'll see if I can get a, a year. Hold on. But I know that it was basically like a remake in name only because it was kind of, it was definitely different than way different. Yeah. See, Trav, yeah. this is why like all Mike's this. hair fell out. Yeah, you know, I kind of yeah. like this. We we can start calling him Wikipedia Mike. He can look up shit for us on our show. That's a pretty. Wiki Mike. <laughs> yeah, Wikipedia Mike. Oh, sh fueled I by CBD. Mother's Day and and Mother's Day comes up. Um. <laughs> I don't want the holiday. I want the... Uh, have to put in Mother's Day movie. There we go. Back to our comments. Uh, oh. 2010. Oh, ah, there you on. go. Yeah, I knew it wasn't too long ago. Yeah, uh, that's right, because she wasn't acting. She was still modeling back then when I gave my timeline. She didn't start getting to acting till after... Rebecca DeMornay? Yeah, because uh, that was yes. before Rick, Risky Business and... Uh, and uh, yeah, that, that was one of her first films. She did some stuff before Risky Business. Um, oh well, uh, back to the chat. Uh, it was directed. Uh, we got Crystal Lacey in the chat. Hey, oh, uh, yeah. She telling you to hurry the fuck up and get home. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks she she thought that uh, she said she thought that uh, Mother's Day was a trauma film. You are correct. Uh, want to like do dirty stuff sometime? You talking to her? Uh, no, I was talking to Father Mahoney. Uh, <laughs> uh careful! I gave him our addresses. Uh, fi uh what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> Father Mahoney says, "De Mornay, a mother I'd like to." He quit there. It's it's the De F Mornay. and some dots. That's a mother. That's probably what he meant. Oh, uh, yeah. But, I definitely had a crush on her back in the risky business days. Who didn't? I mean, yeah, it was quite essential. And by, but by the 90s, by the time uh, she was in uh, Three Musketeers with Charlie Sheen, Kiefer Sutherland, you know, she, she'd aged enough then. Whenever she threw herself off a cliff in it, I wasn't too sad, you know? Oh, but that's when the, she was just perfect then, you know, just, I mean, just a little overripe. That's when the fruit's the best, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. So we're still on. Check the out. Movie check out our. Check out our next. Uh, <laughs> Rabbit and Red's next new show, Milf Hunter, starring Travis Christian. Oh, 
I can't now. I'm locked under contract now. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway, right, yeah, Mother's so, Day. Uh, that that uh, I was surprised when I, I and I didn't see that back in the day uh, when I was a teen, teenager when I really delved into '80s horror. Uh, I saw it. Uh, I saw it. Oh, uh, though I was sitting in the hospital when my second daughter was born. I watched it uh, on my on my uh, tablet wow, then, and uh, and uh, yeah, and I was just kind of surprised by it because I was like, because uh, I'm not a huge trauma fan. <laughs> I mean, I like Toxie, don't get me wrong, but I'm not a yeah. big trauma fan. It's the the humor just a lot yeah. of it just doesn't land for me, and well, I, I understand of... the appeal, the over the, yeah. the over the top appeal to it. It's just not yeah, there's. There's a lot of shit in the bowl. There's just very few turds that float to the top. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but this one, I was like, wow, this this has a good story, good characters, uh, and they do a good job of making the villain sympathetic in it for the first two acts, or at least the first act, and then halfway through the second act, you know, it, it really flips the tables to where you're you're not rooting for the villains anymore and yeah. uh you're, you're kind of rooting for the uh the protagonist and uh and i'm like wow this this is a little bit deeper than most tra trauma films and uh Trans and so yeah it's 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 <laughs> like <laughs> it, it's it's a little higher on my list than most trauma films would be yeah <clears throat> well i it's been so long since I've seen it, I don't really have much that I can add to it. Uh, I do remember when I watched it, it caught me by surprise, too. I do remember that. And it was a much better film than what I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just the by the name Mother's Day, you know, you're not really expecting much. And I do remember it caught me off guard, and I, I did enjoy it. But I just can't remember a whole lot about it. Yeah, I, I definitely need to revisit. Uh, Joe Bob did it on the last drive-in uh, here uh, not too long ago, a year or two ago. That was one of them that I missed. Um, if I remember right, Shutter took Mother's Day down, and I was pissed because I missed it because our internet, like I said, I had fucking HughesNet, and uh, I never did get get to catch it. Yeah, and. Uh, the the behind the scenes stuff and the, the info i mean i enjoyed well like most movies joe bob does uh, i enjoyed his his segments talking about oh, yeah. the film and the history of it more than but i really i mean i there was a lot that went into that film and i it was it wasn't your just just your typical trauma film yeah and i think it really showed in the finished product yeah all right well I guess I'll hit my number 10, and my okay. number 10 is the Hatchet movies. I mean, okay. they, I, they're, sim they're simple, they're gory, and they're fun. What more do you need? You know? And, and they did, uh, as much as I'm hit and miss with Adam Green, they did uh, kind of breathe life back into the slasher genre in the mid-2000s, you know, in the wake oh, yeah. of the whole torture porn era. Oh yeah, and and you got Kane in there. I mean, as Jason, as yeah, yeah. What? I mean, which 
I don't get me wrong. He's my favorite Jason. You know, that's the, and the reason he's my favorite Jason is that's the Jason I grew up with. You know, he was the first. Jason yeah, yeah, same here. You know, we're and for, now Ted White was great in his own. You know, I love Ted White. You know, when I got a little older and got to watching him and this and that, but you know, he is the Jason that I grew up with, and I see his mannerisms in Victor Crawley. So, oh yeah, course, definitely. It, it, that that made the movie appeal to me. Yeah, the plot's decent. It's not a great a great plot, decent, and the stories are always decent. But it's but more than any more than anything, it's always an entertaining movie. You know, it's always one that you don't regret. Like, well, fuck, I just wasted two hours of my life watching this piece of shit. You know. Yeah, uh, and I I wasn't really big on the first hatchet whenever I initially watched it, but that was just because of the trailer. I don't know if you remember the the original trailer for hatchet but it no, was just it looked they it was pre the trailer made it look like a straight up slasher film not you know it, it didn't have a hint of comedy in it and and i think that took that really threw a lot of people off because it said that you know the yeah. next great american slasher old school american horror and and then you got this comedy horse hybrid and and I think a lot of people didn't know how to take yeah, that. How to take it. Well, and and then was... when Hatchet Two came along, I, I you know I knew what I was getting into, so I enjoyed mm -hmm. it a lot more. And I know a lot of people like the first Hatchet <laughs> better than the second Hatchet. But excuse me, uh, I, well, I like I Two that. better just just because I I knew <clears> what <throat> I was getting into. Well, I remember that because you really didn't get into the first hatchet really that much until hatchet two come out and you watched it. Cause I remember you giving me the whole spill is how I need to watch them. Cause I hadn't watched them yet. Cause mm -hmm. I was like you, I watched the trailer and I'm like, I'm not watching that piece of shit. And, uh, you were the one that got me to actually watch them and they're enjoyable films. <clears throat> uh, our buddy, uh, Anthony Caimano in the chat, uh, he said he saw hatchet two for the first time last night. Uh, so, so what do you think, Anthony? Uh, you know, I I enjoyed it for what it was, like I said, because I was prepared. I knew what I was going to get with the second one. And, and I thought it was what a sequel should be. It was more it was more of the original, just amped up. Yeah. But Danielle Harris in that one, I love her. But in that one, she was just not her best acting piece. Um, no, I don't think anything's been her best throat. acting piece. Well, I mean, you know, she when she was dying hurt. in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, you know, when she was naked and the intestines were falling all over the place. Now, that was good. Wait, that was that, good. That's just because you got a little bit of necrophilia going on, isn't it, Mike? <laughs> Hang on just a second. What is that? We got something in the shop. Oh, I thought we had killer bees or something for a second. No, we got an air we got an air compressor kicking on, I think. Mm. Air compressor kicking on, code. Air compressor kicked on. <laughs> Mike thought you were fixing to get taken out by killer bees there for a minute. <laughs> it no, it was Victor weird. Crowley. Victor Crowley again, damn him. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I was gonna say something before I had to do that. Damn it. Um <clears throat> Oh, da speaking of Daniel Harris, uh, uh, producer Mike, uh, or actually I should ask Trav first, are you familiar with uh, 
the uh, bit of memorabilia that producer Mike has hanging on his wall framed of uh, Daniel Harris? I have not seen it yet. Mike, you want to come in here and explain this to him? I, I don't have the stomach to again. <laughs> my my brother got me her screen-worn pants from Rob Zombie's Halloween um, for Christmas one year. And I have them um, framed on my wall upstairs in my office. And uh, when I got them, they, uh, you know, before I put them in the frame... Of course, I, I had to take a sniff, and they smelled like oranges. Yeah. Sick. You heard it here. Daniel Harris's pants smell like oranges. Citric flavored douche. You think she's trying to that. cover up something there? Is that it? And just maybe needs heavy duty degreaser. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm not judging. <laughs> I'm not judging. <laughs> hey, got to make it in the industry somehow, right? If I can find right, the code paper again, I'll put them up. Are they stained or are they all the same color? Uh, they're not stained. Um, I couldn't stain them because I can't do that because I have too much respect for her to do that. So I no, 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 no. I mean, when you got them, if they were <laughs> not, if you did. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. They weren't. They just smelled like oranges. They weren't stained. Okay. Okay. Got you. So. The other question, extra crispy or original? Extra crispy always. Mm. Mm. Okay, cool. So there you have it. They smell like oranges, and they're extra crispy. What mm. man wouldn't like that? All right, so I guess off that, uh, we'll jump into my number. <laughs> well, we had a video just for a second. All right, that, so we're that was Slimer. Yep. We're going to my number nine, uh, Exit okay. Humanity. Exit Humanity? What? Yes. When? Who's in that? When <laughs> is it from? I've never heard of it. Uh, I cannot. I forgot to write down the date when it was made, um, but you'll be into this, Cody. I was really looking for something like the outlaw Josie Wells meets Dawn of the Dead because this is, takes place during the Civil War, and that's when the zombie apocalypse happens, is during the Civil War premise. So kind of uh, like the killing box? I don't remember the killing box. What? Yeah, seriously. Uh, uh, I'm going to look into that one now. Uh, uh, Corbin Burnson, he stars in it? I don't remember, brother. Uh, this one, anyway, you... Go on. uh, you start off with your your lead guy, and uh, he's a Civil War man, and it's got a really decent storyline, um, good character development. Um, I'm trying to remember now. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I think it's shortly after, but yet you still have some people that think the war is still going on, you know, because the word hasn't spread. You know, there was no social media and it's shit. It's not? Then. Yeah. I think it's just shortly after, right the end of the Civil War, is when the zombie apocalypse takes place. Because you got a lot of Confederate zombies walking around. You've got Yankee zombies walking around there. And uh, it's taking place from this guy's viewpoint, where from his diary aspects. You know, you get you get quite a few illustrations. Uh, this is really like a Dave Z second watch 
the first time I watched it, like I said, I was expecting something like Outlaw, Josie Wells, you know, meets Dawn of the Dead, you know, bang, bang, shoot them up, high action and all that. But I should have known better. It takes forever to load that shit back then. It's not like modern firearms. So, but uh, on my second watch, I got into it more. I watched it a little closer. And, and anyway, it's just a good, solid film. I mean, you know, I know we're not rating shit on the 10 stars, but out of 10, I would probably give it roughly a 4.5 to a 5.5. It's definitely worth looking into. A 4.5 to a 5.5 what? A 4... Uh, well, I'll give it a 4.5 Budweiser's. Oh, that's there. pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, coming uh, soon, folks. We'll, we'll post it. Uh, we'll post it on the uh, group page. So if you haven't joined the Rabbit and Red Network group page, please do. Uh, we'll post our rating scale for uh, Southern Takeover on there. It's it's all going to be rated in beer, different types of beer. So yep. Uh, and there will be a graph to explain it all. Yeah, it's yeah. That's going to take a while to make too. Uh we'll we'll drink a few and figure it out. Uh, yeah, we but, have a. Uh, a wide spectrum of variety tastes of beer. So anyway, uh, okay. My number nine, 1980s motel hell. Oh, hell. Yep. That one's on my list too. God, how, how did it go? Uh, Roar, the great Rory Calhoun, which I loved him and everything I ever saw him in. Oh, and he was yeah. in a ton He's of 80s stuff. Great actor. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, plays Vincent Smith. Farmer Vincent. Uh, what's, uh, oh, I got what was the saying? Um, meets meat, men gotta eat. Meets meat, men's gotta eat. Uh, something, something for Farmer Vincent Spreaders. What was it? It says it takes oh, all, it takes all critters to make farmer vintage spreaders. Yep. And then don't forget his sister. She is the iconic dick stretcher. <laughs> she is the woman coach from Porky's. Oh, holy shit. I, I never realized yes, that before. I'm sure most of our viewers will not realize this because most of them probably never heard of Porky's. But if you have not seen Porky's, you need to go ahead and finish this show and then stop all your other podcasting, watching bullshit and find Porky's and watch it. it is go find, go find a bathroom stall and cut a hole in the side, you know, uh, and you, you get the picture, right? Uh, you know, Mike, actually, probably doesn't, you th Mike probably doesn't have the clip, do you, Mike? Holy shit, wait a minute. If you think about it, she is the one that started the glory hole fetish all these years. If you really think about it. Mike, Mike, <laughs> please tell me you have the, you want to see a glory hole clip from Garbage Pail Kids <laughs> in the uh, in the studio. Oh, he's, please, his me. fingers are on fire looking right now, I guarantee you. <laughs> but oh yeah. Hey, well, right. uh, since, since you named it, I mean, this is actually my number one pick for the Hillbilly Horror. Really? Yeah. I love it. Not that much. And uh, it, Oh, I love it. Well, I just watched it a couple times ago. I think I got the Blu-ray of it, if I remember. My, I remember Mike's now. fucking up now. You see, I've got him looking for shit, and he's fucking up our backdrop. With special guest Mandy Catmana? I don't know. I'm Catmana, on my that's iPhone, Aaron's so I'm wife, Mandy. 
Yeah, that was Cody's Eric. hot seat last week. Eric. Oh, there. Now we got our show banner back. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, there's our show. But uh, go ahead with your uh, synopsis of the movie, Cody, and I'll add to it. Uh, just a farmer and a sister go all Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, they have Chainsaw, too. I was about to say without the Chainsaw, but there is there's the Chainsaw. But uh, that they have a motel, and they capture people and bury them up to their necks out in the field until they're ripe for harvesting, and then they butcher them and make jerky out of them. Yeah, the motel is just a front. I mean, basically, the, yeah. the motel is a draw-in. Because if you notice, the people that come there by day leave. But the people that come there late at night never do. So they're taking the late night. And then, of course, Farmer Vincent, I mean, fuck, we can do spoilers. This movie's older than I am. Farmer Vincent goes out at nighttime prowling and sets up traps to make people wreck. And he's got that old truck and the wrecker type system on it. He'll make them wreck, and then he'll take them, and then they take them out to their hidden farm, bury them up to neck deep, and fatten them up, and get the right. And it's not just fattening them up. I don't know if you've noticed this. They're feeding them the right food so the meat has the right flavor, which you'll understand if you're a hunter. Any hunter that's hunted wild game understands that. They're giving them the right mixes of uh, minerals, uh, nutrients, and stuff like that so the meat has the right flavor. Well, it's just like... uh, Hunting deer here in southeast Missouri, you know, the, the meat. Versus Texas, yeah. Yeah, as opposed to uh, West Texas deer, you know, that are in desert country. And, you know, they, they eat a lot of cactuses. Yeah, uh, cactuses and uh, yep, Yeah, and mesquite brush. And the meat is just has a. Bland. No flavor yeah. at all. As mm. to here, we have acorns and. And corn and yeah, wheat people put out a lot of else. corn. Not that we do that, uh, but uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm, hey, that's for the uh, damn squirrels and possums and shit. Yeah, they gotta <laughs> eat too. Fault of the deer eater. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, it, it's interesting how okay. you know somebody put for for that period of time, somebody actually put quite a bit of thought into this film. Oh, yeah. uh, hey, and don't forget the more oh, than oh, most oh, 80s oh, slashers. Wolfman Jack as a preacher. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was in that. Forgot about that, didn't you? Yeah. I did. I did. Yeah. Because uh, I remember that was the big thing on this film, even though it was before my time. I'm talking like seven, eight years later when the old man was talking about one this of the, the uh, This was one of the cast uh, of Cheers was in this, too. Yes. Uh, Not Norm. Uh, the one who was the penny bank in Toy Story. The piggy bank in Toy Story. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I can't, ah, I can I can't see his face, his but I can't remember his name. Yeah, Wikipedia yeah, might look that up. He he was uh, <laughs> he was in it with in a non-speaking role for a guy who went on to be a voice actor mainly. Yeah, I can't remember seeing him in this, and I've seen it like two or three times in the past year and a half. He was like with and a rock I band do... or something that uh, that yes, the farmer he was in the van. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. He had a not. Yeah, he got knocked in the head. He looked up, opened his mouth, went to say something, and whop, he got knocked out. And then the next time you see him, they're taking the hood off of him to feed him, and they're all because they remember when they bury him up to their neck, they go in and surgically uh, snip their their vocal cords vocal so cords, they can't yeah. talk. So Good they time. sound like walkers. Yeah. They sound like walkers from The Walking Dead. 
you know, they're <laughs> and all that good crap. Thank you, Morgan. John Ratzenberger. Yes. I remember it rhymed with burger, but I couldn't remember his name. Yes. All right, Code. You want to kick off number eight if you're done with Motel Hill? I am. If you done am, fucked uh, up my number one? <laughs> yeah, I do what I can. Um, 2008. This is probably the newest. No, not the newest one on my list, but close to it. Uh, 2008 tra Trailer Park of Terror. I forgot about that one. I fucking With, uh, love that movie. Trace Adkins is yes. in it. Country music singer. Uh, yeah, and uh, wow, this movie really, uh, it surprised me, not only that with the quality of the practical effects, uh, but its yes. brutality. Yeah, I've seen it. Got, I actually, mean, you got me to see this a couple times. Yeah, uh, when uh, when uh, the guy gets dipped in the, uh, gets dipped in the frying oil, his whole oh, body, you know, it's like, kill. holy yeah. shit, that's brutal. Yes. Continue on, I'm off screen. But... Yeah, that was a... Uh, Might not get really... that prostate checked. Just saying. Uh, too many beer. You kidding? I had three <laughs> or four beer while I was waiting on the show to get me started on. Yeah, we were a little bit late starting tonight. Uh, apologies to... Well, apologies to Morgan, because he was probably the only one waiting for us to start. Uh, but uh, we're here now, so it's all good. Uh, but yeah, uh, Trailer Park of Terror. Uh, great practical effects, great cast. Uh, just brutal as fuck. I mean, surprisingly brutal as fuck. And it, yeah. it, it was it was like... <clears throat> Uh, it was like a hillbilly horror version of Trailer Park Boys, almost. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's what I liked about it. You know, it's like, whoever wrote this movie has lived in a trailer park. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that would have made that movie better if they would have had a badass Bubbles in it as a killer. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, very cool, cool ghost story movie, uh, too, and... Uh, I only wish we would have got a sequel. Yeah, I really. Because they left it's kind of one of them. It's kind of one of them hidden gems too. You know, it's like yeah. I, well, I remember it, I saw it when it came out. And it was just like uh, I saw Trace Adkins on the cover, and I was like, "Well, see, you that's know, what that's what turned me off." I remember seeing it at Small. I'm not, and I'm um, not a fan of his rental. music, but I'm like, "Well, he he signed like on some for of this, his music, you know." But my problem is usually when you see a a country any country singer that's made it halfway there to the big top usually when they're in a movie it ain't worth a fuck and i don't care what kind of movie it is and that's yeah what, this is now i'm talking back in the in the dvd rental days I yeah, was well with the exception video. with the exception of chris christopherson he was in some good films yeah but he's not a good singer and he's really not that good of an actor either Oh, come on. He was good in so, the Blade films. Yeah, but he was the same thing he was in the trucker on the rubber ducky, too, on Convoy. He's the same character in every show. Every movie, same character. Uh, how many How many big 80s uh, movie stars, uh, action movie stars, played the same character in every one? Mel Gibson, Stallone, Schwarzenegger, oh, no, all of them. No they, big, they were the same variety. guys in every one in the 80s. No, in the 80s. no, no. 
Big variety. What? Get out of here. Yeah, they're a big variety. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a big... I mean, some of them, yeah, they got caught up in that niche. I, I said but, in the 80s, but I mean, Schwarzenegger... Blade wasn't in the 80s. Blady was, Blade was way... Blady. Fuck, I've had too many beers. <laughs> Blade was way on out there. Past I years. know that. But yeah. But yeah. I, I'm just comparing Chris Christopherson, his acting, to a lot of the 80s actors. don't get me stuff. wrong, he's not a bad actor, but if you've seen him in one show, you know what to expect in the next one. Yeah, well, he's a bad, he's uh, not a bad actor, but he's not a good uh, singer. <laughs> I'll say that much. No. No, well. Great yeah. songwriter, though. Great songwriter. Yeah, he's a good songwriter. Very good songwriter. But, yeah. All right, so are we ready for my number eight? Let, let's hear it. My number eight would be the Wrong Turn movies. The movies that brought back Hillbilly Horror. Now, are you including all of them or just the first one? More like the first two. Maybe three. I can't remember the second and third one that much, but I remember the very first one was like, holy fuck, you know. When we watched it, which I was quite a bit younger, I don't remember. Uh, Wikipedia Mike, when did Wrong Turn come out? I'm sorry, I forgot to... Uh, uh, it was 03. 03? Yep, 2003. All right, thank you, sir. See, he's on top of this shit. I like that. Thank you, Wikipedia, Mike. So, you know, this is kind of like... Man of War. <laughs> exactly. This is kind of like uh, the Highwaymen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris Christopherson. I did like him in the Highwaymen. So, that was a... Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was same a great supergroup. Same, yeah. <laughs> same character. Same singing everything well yeah uh, but anyway but deliverance meets the hills have eyes it's basically wrong turn i mean they the the name of the movie says it all they fucked up took a wrong turn and some hillbillies that can't even pick banjos found them wanted to do unmentionable things to them and eat them and it actually and, uh, had a really stan, good fucking film. stan winston uh stan winston of Special effects fame. He directed this. Oh, yes. I, this might have been his directorial debut. No, it was, uh, Pumpkinhead was his directorial debut, uh, I think. Uh, wow, but this. I didn't put two and two together. Yeah, Pumpkinhead. But yeah, he. Uh, oh, I he forgot directed, Pumpkinhead. Yeah. He directed Wrong Turn. Uh, and you can tell because it's a special, uh, not a story heavy movie, but a special effects no. heavy movie. And oh. special and effects are great. It, it had, oh, hell, who was the final girl on this one? Um, Black hair was the cheerle one of the cheerleaders and bring it on. Um, it didn't hurt anything. Elijah Dusku. Yes, had her in there for eye candy because she was hot back then. You know, she was big. Yeah, that's when she know. was doing. Uh, that was when she was doing Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about her Buffy. Was, uh, Faith. Buffy. Yeah, yeah, I liked her character on there. Mm -hmm. I did too. I can't remember. Too bad she turned out to be such a huge douchebag in real life. But uh, uh, most of them are, yeah, true. Um, but yeah, that uh, the wrong turn movies that wrong turns on my list. Uh, I won't say where yet, but uh, Ooh. yeah, uh, it I was very surprised <laughs> by this, which I, I was a big Stan Winston fan, yeah, uh, of his work, special effects work, and you know, well, he done Jurassic Park, you know, and uh, so and I was a fan of Pumpkinhead too. So when I found out this movie was coming out and he was helming it. 
uh, which he didn't live very long after this. I think he had lung cancer and, uh, and he only, uh, lived, uh, two or three years after this film came out. That's, oh, no I shit. guess that's why he didn't do any of the sequels. Um, Damn. Wow, that's but, why there's uh, such a big difference in the films. Yeah. Well, and, and I always get wrong turn mixed up with vacancy and joyride for some reason. Uh, Anthony said too much pop before uh, you're watching films. <laughs> no, well, joy, joyride. I mean, that's, uh, that's more like duel Spielberg's duel. Uh, yeah. With, uh, motel room scenes in between. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. you know, he's candy pursuing, uh, Paul Walker and Steve's on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the great Ted oh, Levine, no. uh, old that's Buffalo it, Bill did the voice ride. of, uh, yeah. Yeah. The original one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good yeah, flick, oh, too. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, both of them are, yeah. Fuck, I forgot about that. The Hitcher would have been a good one for this lineup, too. Damn, here we're coming up all these damn movies. Yeah, I know. I, I had so many on my list and then took them back off, and, and then and now oh, so many I didn't even think geez. of. I finished mine this morning when I was, like, dead dead tired, but because I've been up for the past two days. My baby girl had a tonsillectomy, so we ain't been getting a lot of sleep. But, uh, so I'm kind of ragtagging this one here. It, this, this podcast brought to you by the power of Budweiser. And any other beer or CBD or, and, and the power of pure spectrum CBD. Are they still our sponsor? Or did they, they, are, like, they haven't dumped us yet. Yes. Okay. Mike, well, you want to throw that out? There we go. There Thank we go. you. Live pure. Everybody. And uh, use this code rabbit red network and save 15%. Yeah, all orders over a hundred dollars are free shipping on old domestic. Well, yeah, orders, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, check it out. Show, uh, it, it gives you oral superpowers, yeah, yeah, but yeah, the Mike wrong tone makes side money. <laughs> yeah, little he's got a little lube, he's good to go. Uh oh, I'm getting ready. <laughs> He's hey, using right ready. now. We're gonna have to put Mike in rehab. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Wrong Turn movies. Uh, the first one I like. It's a good solid. It's a solid film. But anything after, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll leave. Yeah. even even Wrong Turn two. Now Wrong Turn two that Joe Lynch directed. The second one was a good date movie. It's it's a it's watchable. Uh, I'll I mean, give it if that. you were, well, it shot get, well, well, but that's that's because how I saw it. Uh, it was a good date movie, you know. If you're dating, you're going to the theater, you want a decent horror flick. You're a horror buff. They're not. You they'll both be interested in it. It's kind of like shitless. just one of those mid two thousands <laughs> horror films that just kind of fall yeah. into that. You know, fall through the cracks that. You know, they just kind of with all these other ones. How many wrong? Well, of course, smoking pot is natural. It's not a man-made thing. So what's he thinking? Anyway, uh, one of the comments popped up. I don't know who it was. Uh, Anthony. I forgot where I was going shit. See, that's the problem. You drink, you forget shit. You smoke pot, you remember it all the next day. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> Let's go to the next thing. Wrong turns, if that's what you were. Do what? How many? How many there were? I think oh yeah. How many wrong turns are there? They remade it. There's six, and then they remade it. 
And then the remake, yeah. I've watched like 10 minutes of the remake, and my God, that what I saw I of it, I, I, I just remake. came in right in the middle of it. It's from a few years ago. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Mike's over there taking drips of CBD and sniffing Danielle's pants. Dude, you're just fucking jealous. An- Anthony, <laughs> Anthony knows him too well thing. already. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Seriously. But yeah, um So what what year did the remake come out? Because I don't even remember them remaking it. Yeah, it was not very long ago. Twenty twenty one. Okay, I knew it wasn't very long ago, yeah. Because well, dude, I have been out of the pocket since well, we don't have movie stores anymore. You know, we had one of the last ones, I think, in the fucking country. Yeah. Uh Scenic Riverway Video, the, and they the just last, down uh, the last Blockbuster Video is still open in, uh, what, Oregon, I think? No shit. I thought yeah. Blockbuster completely everything. No, there, there's a documentary about it on Netflix. Oh, really? uh, yeah, they're, they're still going strong. Hmm. All right, Cody, is it your turn or my turn to start off on that? Uh, I guess it's my turn. Uh, my number seven is 2006's David, Arquette, David Arquette directed uh, The Tripper. The Tripper. I've never seen this one. You're on your own. You bro. haven't seen The Tripper. Holy shit, man. You're missing out. David Arquette uh, from Scream, Dewey from Scream, <laughs> directed this. And uh, the killer in it, the slasher killer, and it's about a big hippie gathering, uh, like a music festival. And the killer in it is a guy in a Ronald Reagan mask with an axe. And like uh, that aspect. It, it shot really well. It clicks right along. It is just a really fun slasher. And uh, and it's another one of those. It just didn't get, it didn't take off. It didn't get a lot of... Uh, publicity but it it's uh so much fun uh, it's got a great cast too uh lucas hawes is in it uh shit who else it's got several uh several uh a b list ass asters actors in it but uh <laughs> yeah that's what they acid takers is what they are uh but uh yeah it it it's a lot of fun and uh, got some good gory kills, great practical effects, and uh, and some good music too. Cool. I will have to check it out. That's one of them. Uh, is it on a streaming service you know about? Or? Uh, I don't have a clue. I mm. rented it right when it first came out back in 06, mm. and uh, and I haven't seen it since. But uh, uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. If anybody's <laughs> looking for just a fun slasher that's Making fun of hippies, making fun of yeah, basically making fun of the eighties. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean it, it makes fun of both sides of the fence. You know, hippies, uh, Republicans, Reagan supporters. Which yeah, I'm a huge Ray. I loved Reagan, but uh, but seeing the Reagan slasher, <laughs> Reagan with an axe killing hippies is just yeah. it, it's it's just hilarious. Oh, it's too on point. I just. I could just see those voices. You damn, you damn long-haired hippies. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my America, co-op. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <clears throat> um, but, uh, okay, my number six, The Hills Have Eyes. Hold on, hold on. Uh, mm. I still got to do my number seven. Oh, you haven't done your number seven? 
No. Oh, you were shit. first on this one. Is it your number seven? All right, my number seven, I'm pretty sure, is going to be your number one. Uh, okay. Cody knows I am not a fan of horror comedy at all. There's very little movies that get me, but, I mean, when it comes, you just can't help but love Tucker and Dale. No comment, you bastard. <laughs> my number seven is Tucker and Dale versus Evil. It's uh, good slapstick comedy mm, with a twisted mm, sense a of humor. You have a clip. Clip. I Mike has a, a clip. <laughs> Play the fucking clip, Mike. Uh oh. Surprise are equal. React to the light. At least she's not brain dead. Oh, thank God. I told you boys to stay away from this place. But you just didn't listen, did you? Now you're looking at least two counts of involuntary manslaughter, but you'd be lucky to get that. Officer, do we look like a couple of psycho killers to you? <laughs> well, it's, it's hard to say. Looks can be deceiving. Oh, no, no! Clipper the whole movie. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, officer, right we've there. had a doozy of a day. <laughs> that ain't no shit. That's, I mean, it, you can't help but, you know, that, and that's not even one of the scenes that makes you fall in love with, you know, Tucker and Dale. Uh, it's, I don't know who wrote this. I can't remember their names and all that, but they did a spot on job. And, and hell, these fuckers, like who, work. the guy who wrote it. <clears throat> I assume a guy who wrote it, the guy or lady or they, them who wrote it. Oh, uh, I, no, apparently. fuck you. We're not doing they, them shit on this show. Fuck it. You got a twig and berries, you're a male. You got a taco, you're a fucking female. You don't like it, go to another fucking podcast. Uh, I'm not apologizing uh, for that. But... <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot what I was going to say now. I am so pulling that fucking clip. That's great. Uh... <laughs> Congrats, Trav. You've you've made a reel. 
<laughs> I don't give a shit. That's the way I view it. I'm sorry, you got what God gave uh, you. That's it. Not granted. But yeah, like America. I was saying about Tucker and Dale, though, whoever wrote it definitely had some experience in rural America. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, dude. Well, did it just because their dream vacation homes looking like a hunting cabin we'd all fucking like to have. You know exactly. Yeah, well, actually, now I have a little cabin like that now. The one mine's a little better. It's not mine, but I take care of the place. Excuse me. I bush hog it. I'm going to put food plots in and shit this year. And uh, I got free running uh, place. Do you, you want to explain? To hold on, hold on. Do you want to explain what bush hogging is for uh, some of our listeners who might not be familiar with the term? Oh, geez. Okay, it's when you put Not, not that ass- this is terribly entertaining uh, to know about but you know a lot of people are going to hear bush hogging and and not know what the hell we're talking about (laughs) it's when you got a decent sized tractor and you put a basically a big ass lawnmower on the back of it that's capable of taking trees out about this big around and that's brush it's not actually bush hogging bush hogging is a brand it's called brush hogging or shredding shredding they call it down south Further south. Yeah, well, that's farther than we are. That's down there toward the Mexican water. But basically, uh, it's yeah. what they use to mow large fields, like hay fields and, and whatnot, uh, no, for no, pasture no. for no, no, animals. No, 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 or, or to... No, not hay fields. No. It's to clean no. them off to where they can become hay fields. Hay fields. Yeah, well, that's what I meant. Yeah. No, well, you're talking about cutting grass. I mean, yeah, it's what it's brush. It's like big saplings and stuff as big as your thumb or your wiener, whichever one you it's, got. It's it's for I'm not keeping judging. land cleared yeah. for use. Yes, for use with starting, livestock. Well, yeah. actually, starting the development. Yeah. Of it because yeah, it takes about three to four years of bush hogging before you can start running a regular mower or finish mower over it. Because that's what I'm doing on my nine acres here. My Anthony Caimano says, show the whole movie. It would be better than this podcast, I promise. Yeah, more than likely. Yep. Uh, hey, I never, never turn down Tucker and Dale. I, I, it doesn't matter what time of year, uh, what day of the week, I'm hey, always up for Tucker and Dale. You dressed up as them on Halloween. Yeah, yeah, me and uh, our <laughs> buddy Sheep did. Uh, I'll have to post, I should have sent, shit, I should have sent, uh, Mike and Aaron picture uh, pictures of that, but uh, yep. yeah, I was uh, Tucker and Sheep was Dale. Yep, yeah, it was a pretty good costume too when I finally figured it out. <laughs> hey, hey, check this out, Trap here. Uh, Morgan says I thought bush hogging was shaving hog pubes for voodoo rituals. It, it you know that different no 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 different no, whoa, whoa, that, you know, no, that, that's a that's a Ripley County Saturday night around here, but they're not really pigs, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. I think you do. Oh, hold on, guys. I got a uh, infiltrator. Anyway. Tucker and Dale. So my number six is the Hills Have Eyes. And not, this will probably be not popular opinion, but... The Hills Have Eyes remake, uh, 2006. Uh, the um, shit, who did direct that? Mike, help me here. I, I, I'm drawing a blank. I know who directed. 
But um, Ted Levine's in that movie too. Uh, why can't I think of his name? The director. Anyway, I thought this movie was, and of course, Alexander nope. Aja. Aja, thank you. Who also directed the 2010 Piranha remake for Dimension oh, okay. Film. Yeah. I'm back. Sorry. Yeah, Mike, we know you love your fishies. Sorry, Cody. What is your number six? Uh, The Hills Have Eyes remake, 2006. Holy shit. Guess what my number six is. What's that? The Hills Have Fucking Eyes, but mine's both of them. Oh, really? See, I I love love Wes, but I'm not big. I'm not big on the original Hills Have Eyes. I thought but, the, the remake was far superior. Truth or our eyes. But if you date it and go back to a 1977 year's eyes, it holds up with our remake. Fair enough. Fair enough there, really I, I suppose. Uh, and I'm not saying it's see. a bad film. I mean, the remake just is... in quality is so much better that you know, it, it, I wouldn't want to watch them back to back ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it depends and on where the, you're at. The whole it, costume design and stuff with the hillbillies, the mutants mm-hmm. in, in the original, it just looks so cheesy, you know. But for 77, it wasn't. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have you, to disagree with you on that one. I don't know. I've watched a lot of 70s horror. And you take... It, it was a very small budgeted film, too. Um, you've yeah, Wes's career hadn't took off yet. I mean, he had Last no, House on no. the left under his belt. Uh-huh. And I think this was what he, he was coming off Last House with... Uh, See, if, if you're a big Wes Cravens fan, and you go back looking for his film. Oh my God, yeah, you know, I love, like you've seen two of his blockbusters, his best works of art. And then you go to this one, you're going to be going, what the fuck? But you got to look at the history of it first. Could you imagine if he would have had the blockbuster ability and put it into his 1977 The Hills Have Eyes? I think oh, it if he had the studio backing and everything, you know, and exactly. the budget. It, yeah. It would have been superb of the 2006 version. Um, I like them both, but then I look at the time frame. Wes wasn't that big yet when he done the 77 compared to, you know, it was, uh, what was that guy? Alexandria Aja was the director, I think, of the 2006 version. Yeah. Um, and not, I'm not taking nothing from the 2006. I loved it. I saw it in theaters and I loved it. Actually, I had never seen Wes's until I saw the remake and it made me want to go back. Cause I found out what this is a fucking remake. What do you mean? So then I went back and saw it and I like them both. Um, and I do agree with you. The 2006 six version is stronger, but when you go back to equal playing fields, I mean, they're both, they both stand about on the same as far as you look at, at the time reference. I suppose, I suppose uh, so. You know, it, products of the time because mm-hmm. as much as much as the original was a product of the seventies, uh, the remake. I mean, it's so much. Going back and watching now, you can see is so much a product of the whole Saw 
hostile uh, yeah. <clears throat> movement that had went on in the early 2000s. Exactly. The way it's filmed, the, the color scheme, the lighting, I mean, it's it just screams the uh, of the whole torture porn era. But it, I thought it, you know, it had a decent story to it. I, I thought they, they took the original and improved upon it. Yeah. I don't know about the torture porn because these people, I mean, there was a couple of them that wanted to fuck them, of course, as you could tell in the original and the remake. But most as, of them. As hillbillies they, do, they, right? They were fucking hungry. They wanted to eat them. They were more worried about filling their bellies than they were filling. Yeah, well, yeah, they're out in the desert. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. They're, I mean, they're tired of eating rattlesnaking and and whatever other kind of fucking lizards are out there, you know? And cactuses, you know? Cactuses. I mean, those are a son of a bitch to shit out. Which, I mean, exactly why there's the breastfeeding in both. It was in the original one, too, wasn't it? The breastfeeding mother, if I'm remembering right. I don't remember. It's been too long. I think it was. I don't know. It's been too long for me, too. But anyway, I mean, you're living out in the desert your whole life, and all of a sudden there's some mammaries with milk in them. How could you not? You can't blame the, the, the nuclear holocaust, or nuclear holocaust sons of bitches, can you? Titty milk's titty milk. Man's got to eat. I don't have nothing to rhyme <laughs> with that one. <laughs> titty milk's titty Hell milk. Hell yeah. <laughs> What the fuck was that, yeah. Mike? <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> He's not going to play it again. <laughs> Magic Mike, uh, you had a clip you wanted to run in here that was going to be a few minutes, didn't you? I think that was the Tucker I, and Dale I one. Did, yes. No, 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 no. I have. Nope. Um, it's it's a redneck scary movie. It runs four minutes. Okay, great. Okay. Uh, uh, before we go to that, uh, Shannon Moore commented in the uh, comment section. Uh, Good night. Thanks for the fun. Thanks for watching, Shannon. If you're still watching, or if you watch this later, yep. uh, we we appreciate every one of you for uh, tuning in yes, for we this do. first episode. Yes, we do, and catch the rest of the film or the show when you can. All right, I'll uh, I'll start that then. If you guys are. Uh... Go ahead, sir. Hello. Hey. What you doing? Oh, not much. Just cooking me a bologna sandwich. Getting ready to watch me a scurry movie. Who is this? You tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. No, I'm good. Bye. No, 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 wait. What's your favorite scary movie? What's my favorite scary movie? Oh, man, I'd have to say Tremors. You know that movie with Kevin Bacon? Where them big old worms is coming up out the ground and they eat everybody? You idiot, that's not a scary movie. Well, excuse me, Mr. Scary Movie Expert. What's your favorite scary movie? What's my favorite scary movie? Friday the 13th. You ever heard of that one? Oh, yeah, man, Friday the 13th. That's where that big dude Debo's trying to beat up Ice Cube, ain't it? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what, Debo is scary. No, you moron, that's Friday. Jeez. So what's your name? Why you want to know my name? Because I want to know who I'm looking at. What did you just say? I said I want to know who I'm talking to. You know what, man? I gotta go. Wait, don't you hang up Bye. What do you want? If you hang up on me again, I'll gut you like a fish. Man, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. I see that knife you got, and that is not a knife for gutting fish. The what? That's a vegetable knife. 
Oh man, this is a vegetable knife, isn't it? I meant to grab the butcher knife. No, that's not a butcher knife, man. Look, look at the blade on it. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. I see it now. So anyways, as I was saying, what do you want, man? I want to play a game. Well, you know what? This is a prepaid phone. If you want to play this game so bad, then you might want to call Verizon and put some minutes on my phone. Oh, shoot. You don't have any minutes? Okay, so what do you think? Like, should I put 15 on there? Yeah, 15 minutes should be enough. Well, you know what? My mama's calling later today. Can you just put 30 on there? Okay, okay. 30? 30? You think 30 will be good enough? Yeah, that'd be really nice of you. Okay. All right. I'll do it. Hello? Okay, I'm back. So now we're going to play a little game. Okay, Mr. Sassy Britches, I got a good game for you. It's called, I'm going to let my pit bull out, and if he catches you, he can gnaw on you like a chew toy. No, no, wait, 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 that's not the game I want to play. Well, I'm so sorry, Mr. Big Bad Murder Man, but this is my house, so we're going to play the game I want to play. Who get it? Who get it, boy? Now that that moron's gone, I can sit here and watch my scary movie. Huh? What was that? <laughs> Great! Somebody let a meth head in my house. I'm not a meth head. My name is Freddy Krueger. Well, Mr. Freddy Cooter, your skin looks bad. And you don't get skin like that unless you are on methamphetamines. My name is not Freddy Cooter. It is Freddy Krueger. Cooter, cougar, it don't matter. You ain't stealing nothing from this house, and I ain't got no money for you to get no meth. So get out of here. I'm not a meth head. I don't want your TV. I don't want your money. I'm here to kill you. That's what I do. I kill people in their nightmares. You kill people in their nightmares? Well, this ain't no nightmare. You see, every nightmare that I have always starts the same way. I'm standing in the kitchen naked, and my wife and all her friends is pointing at my wiener laughing at how small it is. See, I got shorts on, so this ain't no nightmare. I'm just gonna kill you now, okay? You just gonna kill me? <laughs> no, no, Mr. Cooter, please! <laughs> no, <cl> <laughs> <laughs> oh, man! It was a nightmare! What is that noise? I knew it! Channel. <laughs> Alright. I gotta go back downstairs, baby. Alright. Yep. Chan is coming. Oh, I love Ginger Billy. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, did you see? You So you know who that is. I had no idea. Oh, yeah! Fuck yeah, it's Ginger Billy! I had no idea. Now, not to be confused with me saying I love gingers, because I don't, I, I loathe gingers. But ginger Billy's okay. her eyes out for five minutes. So is there usually not, like, ginger redneck? Is that, is that like a rare breed, so to speak? Uh, no, they, they exist. We, we just uh, make fun of them mercilessly. And you you ignore their existence. I I see how. It works. Pretty much, they they don't like themselves either. So you know that they, they get wow. along with us fine. Hmm. It's kind of like you being a self-loathing cripple. The the gingers are the same way in in the country. So they're self they're self-hating rednecks then. Oh, they'll pay, they hate gingers. Not well well they're rednecks. So, yeah, I guess yeah yeah you're right yeah sure. 
we should probably see now maybe maybe i could unite with them and we can form like some alliance where i kill cripples and they kill other ginger rednecks and i kill we and we like go together i smell a movie idea coming soon to indiegogo morgan anthony if you're watching still morgan's directing i'm back morgan's directing all right, hell movie deal, hell. It sounds like that's a new podcast show right there. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, live. we need to get uh, we need to get Mike and TJ on a uh, podcast together. The exactly. self loathing, the self loathing ginger, and the self loathing cripple. Oh, don't forget about Corey. Get him in that mix too. You just have to have him and. Uh, you know how they do the what is that called the robot wars? The Mister Netters, not Mar. Yeah. On, um, yeah, you, we could set him up with like a uh, cripple Corey in like a wheelchair death. Cripple Corey, hey. cripple Cody. Cripple Cody. Oh, I'm it, sorry, Corey Cody. It's I'm the same fucking name, name as mine. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but you how know how long it takes me up? to remember names. Oh, I can fuck it all up. I'm a professional. <laughs> Cripple that that from now on I will not I, I will not call him anything but Cripple Corey. Kind of rolls off your tongue, work. you know. It does. See what I mean? It's like Pete Travis Mitchell. And uh, rolls off. Your and I think tongue. while we're at it, we we definitely need to petition to get uh, Ginger Billy uh, on uh, in the Hellviver movie. What do you think, Morgan? Yeah. Hell, Ginger Billy could play Hellvira. Oh, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> I'm not into all this non-binary shit. That'd be kind of yeah, too far. Well, you're probably going to be a little disappointed in Hellvira then. <laughs> Wait a minute, Hellvira? Hell, oh. Morgan's movie. Yes, the movie. Oh, that he okay, is I thought with. it was an actually an Elvira movie. I'm like, you're shitting me. <laughs> you thought you thought I was seriously thought I was saying Elvira this whole time. Yeah, your internet sucks, dude. You're like blotchy as shit most of the time. No, I'm just getting old. Those are liver spots. No, I'm talking about <laughs> a lot of times your shit. Even your speech is pixelated, motherfucker. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. But anyway. Where the fuck so, were we at? <laughs> we just. We're at number uh, five, aren't we? Yeah, you go. Number five. All right. My number five is, this is another one that's got more than just one on it, but it's a few of them, the Texas Chainsaw Massacres. I mean... See, I didn't know you were doing whole franchises, you fucker. Well, fuck, half of them would take up like four or five spots. I'm not doing a whole franchise, but... But, I mean, come on, it doesn't... I'm talking about like maybe the first two or three, you know, the ones I'm going with. I'm not doing all the ones that they went through. Unless you want to throw them in, I don't give a shit. But, I mean, come on. It doesn't get any more hillbilly than cutting up people with a chainsaw and eating them, does it? Hmm. I mean, I I suppose that's what hillbillies do. Well, I don't eat them. I cut up my daughter's boyfriends and feed them to my dogs, but that's completely something else. Hey, dogs so. got to eat. Dogs got to eat. Have you priced dog feed lately? Fucking right. Boyfriends are diamond. Yes, dollars. Jesus Christ. Uh, 30 bucks oh, a bag. Yeah, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. 
You used to go be able to go to the Walls Mart and get you a fifty pound bag of old Roy. Feed the dogs or the tractor supply. Weeks. Yeah, or the tractor <laughs> supply. Yeah, and uh, and now the shit. Even the old Roy's twenty eight dollars a bag, and they've loaded it down. It's not fifty pounds no more. It's only forty four pounds. Forty four. Yep. Old Roy's twenty eight dollars a bag. Yeah. yeah the cheap old Roy, bitch. not not the flavored shit. The shit that's made out of cardboard. Damn. And chicken oh. feet. So not the shit I used to use for cereal at your house when I'd wake up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Damn, the, the rough shit, yeah. Oh, hell Ground up chicken know. feathers, man. They're hard to pass. Yeah, boy, that ain't no shit. Mm. Clean you out good, though. Sometimes. You can take it too far. Look at your dad. Look at all the ulcers he's got now. All right, Cody. Well, I think you are. We're, yep, we're at number five. number five. I got my number five. Uh, Children of the Corn 84, the original. Can't it's, beat that one. Yeah. It's, it's a classic. That's redneck as you fucking come. And here. I'm not going to say the whole franchise, or... although I, I do like now, some of the people. Now, granted, this is northern hillbilly. Hey. Not more southern. Hillbillies, hillbillies, you know, that they. they they don't have, as unlike a lot of people like to believe, they do not have a particular part of the country or part of the world that they live in. There are hillbillies around the world. True. Very true. Yep. Just common folk trying to get by and rape their sisters like God intended us to. Wait, whoa. <laughs> this movie's made in Arkansas? <laughs> we're very close to arkansas don't say that there's some things i won't fucking kid about we are close to arkansas yeah, and on the, yeah. whoa, off the whoa, off chance on the off chance that one of those motherfuckers might whoa some hey, mistakenly I, stumble across this podcast you're southern enough you get the flood water <laughs> i'm a little bit more northern than you i don't get no arkansas water so i'm safe but you're you may not be <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Children of the Corn, uh, I, in my opinion, one of the best Stephen King adaptations. Uh, and uh, Linda Hamilton, come on. She's, she was great in the 80s. Holy uh, shit, it Linda Hamilton. It's been forever since I've seen this one. Yeah, we had uh, oh, yeah. Sarah Connor. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, ever since I saw her in The Terminator. Oh, yeah. that Hamilton all the way. Probably still now to this day. <laughs> yeah, she looked a little rough in the last Terminator movie, but, you know, she's in her 60s, so like I'm not going to fault her. Like you, just, you just dream on. You just got to put on a little Aerosmith and go with it. Yeah, yeah. relive the glory days. Why not? Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the uh, the creepy kid, something about <laughs> the creepy kids uh, in the cornfield. Outlander! Oh, uh, yeah. I always thought that, uh, shit, him, uh, not Isaac, the other one, uh, the, the one that yells Outlander, the tall redhead kid. Yeah. Uh, shit, him, he was... Him and Scott Farkas from A Christmas Story need to have a buddy cop movie together, and it never happened. Why not? Mm, it'd been a pedophilia movie, too. What? <laughs> I like throwing you curveballs every now and then. That wasn't a curveball. That went over the fucking fence. Nah, not that bad. 
Ah, Miss Carrie Yates is joining us. Hey, hello, love. How are things this morning, ma'am? Oh, I forgot. Uh, from the good morning from the southern UK, she said. She's from the south. The too. sun's just the sun's just. Oh, hey, we need to have her on a guest spot on here. She's southern too. I like that idea. What do you think? Sure, sure. We've yet to have Miss Carrie on. Sounds good. She and needs we can to all join the Rabbit and Red family. And we can all speak in a really bad British accent <laughs> to <laughs> make her feel at home, love. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. It may happen. It wouldn't be the first time. But... <clears throat> oh, Sorry. Any, okay. Anything else with uh, your children of the corn? No, I mean it pretty much speaks for itself. Killer kids in the in a uh, yeah corn patch, you know. Uh, it's creepy. It's fun, and the movie had great atmosphere. Yes. If, All right. If well, nothing else had great atmosphere. Okay, what's your number four? Well, it's another trilogy. Imagine, imagine that. that. It is the Rob Zombie trilogy. The House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil, Devil's Rejects, and Three from Hell. To me, they all go together in one pact. Um, House of a Thousand Corpses was Zombies' directorial debut, writing debut. Um, I had a lot of fun with it, but it was just a wee bit cartoonish for me. It, it was like um, a big music video, I thought. And I don't, I don't yeah, well, mean that like, in a negative way, unless no, you're like one of, unless his. you're not one to watch a ninety-minute uh, music video. Exactly, this is like one of his music videos. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you there, one hundred and ten percent. Still a great film. Um, yeah, it's shot wonderfully. It's a beautiful film. Yes, but his, my favorite one of his is the Devil's Rejects. I, I think that is um, for a lot of people. I mean that that's their go-to yeah. Rob Zombie movie, and it is mine too. I, I won't say any well, different. And his character development in that one. I mean, at the beginning of it, you know, you're looking at the fireflies like if they come up knocking on your front door for a glass of water, you'd blow their fucking head off. You know, they are the fucking scum of the earth. And by the end of the fucking movie through, he makes you have sympathy for him. Yeah. It's like sympathy. Hell you're rooting for him. You know, you're wanting to go get a fucking firefly tattoo and fucking root for the motherfuckers. And who can't love captain fucking Spalding by the end of that. Uh, movie. The great said, Hey, you yes. know, and, and baby, baby firefly. Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, and then, even when it continues on from three from hell. I mean, Rob Zombie was putting his him. wife in all his movies before putting your wife in all your movies was cool. I don't give a fuck. Not it, that it still is. Yep. <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, yeah, she, she was baby. great. She was great as baby firefly. That's about the only thing I've, I've liked her in, in his films, but, uh, but yeah, I think she did nail that role. Well, I don't know. I thought she done good in Halloween. Yeah. I liked her as, I did. Uh, not, not terrible. Not, not terrible. I'm not going to say mom, that it detracted from, from not, the film for me. Not great, but a lot of people didn't like the backlog on that. Well, hold on. That's a complete another show. So we got to stick <laughs> yeah. to uh, this one. Um, but then in Three from Hell, he caught a lot of flack 
oh, well, nothing lines up in this movie and all this. You know, they were saying, oh, what was it? This The movie was supposed to take place. Shit, what year was it? Was it seventies? It was supposed to take place, or sixties? It was supposed to take place, and uh, the the first the, the first two were in the seventies, I think, and I, I don't. Yep. I think three, Firefly or the Three from Hell was it was in the early eighties, I thought, if I remember. Wikipedia right. Mike, Wikipedia Mike, help us out on this. What what was the time frame on Three from Hell? Um, but anyway, they were saying that. But if you look at zombies films, that's just the way he rolls. I mean, yeah. He doesn't give a fuck what you think. That's how his films are going to look. All, all of I mean, his films are in the seventies, exactly. regardless regardless of what decade but, they're sitting in, what the technology is. Well, all of them are like I 70s said. As what I'm gonna put, it doesn't matter what the studio tells him the timeline is. That's how his fucking film's gonna look, and you got to respect yeah. that. You know, sure, and it, it is style. They said, style. and you know, they were talking. You know, oh, you know, she was over the edge on this, and well. She was in solitary confinement for what, 20, 30 fucking years? That's going to no, make you flip a biscuit. And for like 10 years, I, yeah, or something. Yeah. 10, uh, 10, 15, 20. Fuck it, don't matter. Solitary confinement. I mean, think about it. You're in there for that long and you're already batshit crazy when you go in. Even, well, even Bill or uh, Bill Mosley was like, you know, on his character, he was like, man, is baby a little off to you? He's like, yeah, that bitch is fucking crazy more than what yeah. she should be or something like that i can't remember yeah but i really enjoyed yeah, and it and I, I, that was a nice touch that they, they addressed that in in the film yeah. yeah that was just good writing and, and uh she, three from hell i i like i mean it's not devil's rejects no it's it's not on on no. par with that but it was well, good no, it, 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 i thought it was it necessary like was it necessary yes. is the question no no it was not necessary yes. but Fuck it was you. it was i liked it well, here's the thing. You're never going to have uh, another Devil's Rejects without Sid Haig. Okay. Mike said that uh, Three from Hell was set in 1988. Yep. Okay, yep. So, And that's, well, actually, on an argumentative level, that's not far because look how many people today. All right, today we're living in 2023, and how many people you see riding around in 2010 to 2006 vehicles and dressing in that same clothing too and their houses yeah, bell bottoms have made it come back exactly i mean people live 10 to 15 years older than what is in style currently yeah so. and everything comes back around too exactly but and, but i mean all a cycle yeah but i mean i'm a big gun nut and it did throw me off that the cartel was getting out with modern day AR-15s. I'm like, yeah, shit, zombie. They didn't have them back then. Damn it. I love those. All the people bitching about it are some liberal freaking pussy bitches sitting in their mom's basement, sucking on their mom's tit. Is what an AR-15 is yet? They just think it's a mean freaking crazy gun. So. That's probably another show, too, and a completely different rant. <laughs> I'm starting to get yeah. a little drunk now, too. Can you tell? <laughs> uh, okay. My number four, if if you would have guessed it, maybe, uh, is one you've already mentioned, uh, Wrong Turn. Um, I, uh, I really, <laughs> like I said, and I don't need to say anything else about it, I don't guess. I, I really enjoyed it. 
Uh, it looked great. The practical effects were awesome. Story may have been paper thin, but I don't care. Uh, Eliza Dusku was hot as hell in the movie, and uh, oh, yeah. and the uh, hillbillies were ugly as fuck. And that's what you want in a good hillbilly horror movie. Oh, exactly. Well, all right. Now, I got to say, you know, you said the story was paper thin, but you didn't give a fuck. But really, at that timeline, when that movie come out, we needed that movie to help jumpstart and keep horror going. And it did, it did just that, in my opinion. Yeah, because that, that's right so, in the, the, the start of the uh, torture porn era. Hostile, yeah. Well, everybody calls hostile torture porn, but I don't know. I really don't see hostile as torture porn. Because, let's see, we had Wrong Turn and... okay, with Porn P. with torture in it or torture with porn in it? Uh, tomatoes, tomatoes, you know. Uh, Wikipedia, Mike, how many years did uh, Hostile come out after um, Wrong Turn? Damn, he's usually on spot. Is he taking a piss break? His mom might be. Oh, okay. Well, I can't argue with that. He's a good man. All right, but anyway, um, I forgot where I was going with this. And again, this podcast brought to you by the power of Budweiser. <laughs> and Pure Spectrum CBD. Oh, can't forget the sponsors. Yep. I put a drop. I'm not going to lie. I don't have <laughs> any. But if they'll send me some shit for free, I'll endorse the shit. Up 2005 was Wrong Turn and what was the other one? Hostile. Or was that one Hostile? I don't know. Hostile was 2005. Wrong Turn was 03. Okay, okay. I got you. All right. See, I'm doing this shit on an iPhone, so I get itty-bitty clips coming up on the corner of my screen. And if I turn to take a drink and look back, it's gone. Okay, so yeah. Could, could we address the fact real quick that uh, Wrong Turn was 20 years ago? Fuck, it was. what? God damn. Oh, yeah, I didn't have this gray stripe back then. See, I didn't use Just for Men like the Code Man does there. See, his I don't use Just dark. for Men, you motherfucker. Hey, I got hey, gray he's in my like, beard. He's like eight years older than me, too, y'all. Eat shit! So, I mean, no, nah, I'd rather not. I can afford ice cream. Just oh. just because I was there when his mom was or when his he was conceived and uh you know. Yeah, I ain't got a problem with that. I still look younger than you even though I got gray. So we're good. See look, I'll even zoom in. Anyway. See I got the special touch that I won't die. Uh Anthony right. says, Hey Carrie, you should check out our show on Friday night. Yes, Carrie, uh, please check out the Toxic Horror Show only on the Rabbit and Red Network. It will be way more entertaining than this, I promise. Uh, don't let me down, Anthony. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, you want to, what, you're on your number four? Uh, I already did my number four. You did your, I okay. did mine first, then okay. you did your, all right. Number three, number three is Night of the Living Dead, and this is a twofer again. Because I could not pick between the two. We got the original by the late, great George A. Romero and then, in 1968. And then we got the 1990 Tom Savini's, too. I love both of them. 
almost equally. But the night night of the living dead, George A. Romero, I mean it he set the stand, standard for a zombie movie. I mean to this day it holds. I put it on when we were watching with the kids. And the kids were like, ah, this is black and white. I'm like, just hold on and watch it. And they were glued to it. They couldn't look away. Um, and it was scary as fuck still to this day. And that's what's so neat about it. Um, I haven't watched the Tom Savini with them yet. And I think the Tom Savini one, personally, in my opinion, is pretty damn close to George A's. I mean, as far as well, quality, watchability, I can watch it over and over again. Scarability. That right there, I gotta give George A's another point or two over Tom Savini's just because the black and white. Um, and there's so much more you can do in black and white than you can in color. But Savini is like the creme de la creme of special effects. I'm not taking anything away from his film, but it's just I don't know. I feel George A. He he kind of set the the line on a zombie flick. Well, he created the zombie that all the zombie flicks that we know and love. I mean, if it wasn't for him, we mm-hmm. would not have the conventional zombie. Exactly. But that being said, he he uh, kind of oversaw uh, the remake of uh, Night that uh, shit Tom Savini directed. And uh, and that was even George A. Romero had said, you know, that was what he wanted to do back with the original. And, oh yeah. And, and Savini just basically brought his vision to life. Which the the first one, the social commentary hits a little harder on, I think, in the original. Yeah. And like you said, the, the black and white is what really surprises you, yeah. especially for especially for. The older generation, people, Gen Xers, oh, yeah. you know, who grew up on thinking, you know, black and white, uh, knowing that black and white movies usually meant, even like the Universal Monster movies, you knew you mm-hmm. weren't going to see any blood and gore, or not much blood. You might see a little blood, but no gore and definitely no tits. And uh, and then we get Night of the Living Dead, and it's like, holy shit, he's throwing everything at the well, wall. Here's the thing, and it looked so real, but... Do you do yeah. know re- you do know the reason it looks so real, don't you? Oh, they used real animal entrails. Yeah, they went to a local slaughterhouse and got the mm-hmm. scraps, and that's what them people were playing with and using and biting on. They were actually animal guts, animal parts, animal bones. You know, he didn't get no little bones. He threw all them out, but you know, you take the leg bones and stuff like that. Those were cattle and horse and whatever. It, kind of animal that was there bones that these people were playing with and excuse me when you film that in black and white it just it looks astonishing well even if you would have filmed that in color could you imagine what that would have looked like because you know them people have blood real blood that's real meat that's one of, of my my big and i don't think it would have hit as well i don't think it would have resonated as well if it would have been in color i think it might have black it was black and white thing. Black and white when it's shower. That's a problem <clears throat> with black and white now. When people try to do black and white now, it's like a lost art. They don't know how to do the oh, lighting yeah. right. And, exactly. and some of those older black and white films, you know, from the 30s, oh. 40s, and 50s were just oh yeah, gorgeous films. 
And, uh, you know, when Ted Turner back in, you remember back in the 90s, uh, whenever he started doing the, uh, on Turner Classic Movies, when he started colorizing everything, all the old movies, it just didn't, you know, they, they lost, a lot of them lost their... Oh, yeah, well, another thing they had a problem with back then is they didn't... I can't even think of the word to describe it, but it lost their edge. They lost... They lost made them special. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, another problem they had then, they weren't worried about that. They got on the bandwagon, oh, we have redone this in color. And color was the special word everybody wanted to hear then, you know. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, see, back when Romero made this, you know, he was the director, he was the writer and all that on this movie. They had to know how to film this, how to set the light up and all that. It's not like it is now. Now you got a director who goes on scene. It's all filmed in digital. He has lighting personnel, He, which Romero had lighting personnel too, but they listened to him. They didn't do their thing, and then if he said it needed to be lighter or darker, Romero was the one over there. Okay, no, this needs to be this way. This needs to be toned down. Turn this light down. Turn yeah, this the, up. there wasn't the there director wasn't much, had more uh, of a cost. We'll fix there it was, post um, back then. Exactly. There was more... The director had more reins on it because he knew how it was going to look on film, not this digital shit now. I mean, if you look at any film that has been, you know, digitized now, as long as it came from film, it, like, look at the Rockies. I bought a $25 box set of the Rocky films, and I thought they were DVDs and they were Blu-ray. And the first Rocky film blew me away, and it was 1976, if I'm remembering right. Or, it was late 70s, it was 76, 78, 79. And its film looked better than most of the new movies I've watched, but it was converted from film to Blu-ray. So the picture quality is just, it's just, wow, it just explodes on your screen. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the beauty of film. You know, the exactly these, all these film yeah. transfers we're, we've been getting in the and, last uh, yes. 20 years. And it's turning into a lost art, and I hate to see it go because our kids aren't ever going to see it. You know, uh, and they won't ever understand it. Is, no, they won't. The bad part. You know, because we've seen it in film, but then we've seen it when they took it from film and digitized it, and it's like, wow, they don't understand that. And they never will, and because you can film something in digital, and it looks good, but it's not going to look great from something that was filmed in actual film, and then transferred to digital. Yeah, well, and and as technology progresses, I mean, we're we're getting there with it. I mean, digital, mm-hmm. you know, it's looked pretty great. Yeah, we are, <laughs> <laughs> especially in big production. But that's the thing. Even the black magic cameras. Have you seen any of the independent films shot with them? My God, I mean, that yeah, they they look wonderful, and the things you can do with those cameras, and and they're you know, they're cheap. Uh, no, well, not super cheap, but I mean, the common man can afford. Common man or woman can afford to buy them. Oh, damn it. Quit being so genderly <laughs> correct. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. All right, Cody. What's your my number, number three? three? My number three uh, is the original uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Because, uh, like you said, nothing <laughs> says hillbilly horror like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Exactly. Yeah, uh, it. It may have not created it, but it did for uh, it did for 
hillbilly horror what Psycho did for slashers. Or not, well, oh, yeah. no, let me rephrase that. It did for hillbilly horror what Halloween did for slashers. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'd say it opened the horror genre. I remember that Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I mean, I was born in 80, but I remember people telling me that after Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the posters, all that, all the hype, that is when all of the movie rental stores opened and made their horror genre bigger in their stores. You know, because back before then, you know, old timers would say, oh, it was a small, you know, it was, you know, a one wall shelf, you know, 20 foot wide, if that. And then after that, it was three rows and 20 foot wide, or it was half the store and all that. And even Scenic, Scenic Riverway, when you went in there, you know, this this place is closed now. It was the last video store rental place in our little, excuse me, segment of town. They had a huge horror section. It was, shoot code, it was what, a 45, 50-foot wall? Yeah, something like that. And, uh, and I, I more remember going back to the 80s, uh, you remember GNL video? Yes. Gilchrist yeah, Plaza. That was that was the place to go. They had a huge <laughs> horror section. And, and, and it just had, yeah, yeah, and just like going into a blockbuster, they just it just had that video store smell. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, that was her because she smoked cigars all the time. Yeah, yeah, the the owner and but but yeah, it well, it smelled like plastic and but they they were always big on putting up all the uh, in any promotional stuff they got, it went out on the floor. Oh and yeah. When they were done with it, they'd always let you go up and uh, they they you could write your name in the corner, and if you were the first person to write yep. your name on it, you could you, you they give it. you the big cardboard stand ups for promotional for stand ups from the movie. yeah for free for free. Oh no, yeah, uh, yeah. GNO video was the bomb. Yeah, and yeah, they were just uh, three businesses down from Scenic Riverway when Scenic Riverway opened. Yeah, and was, right next to the best that. donut shop in town. Oh my! But you had to get there at six o'clock in the morning, or there were no donuts left. Yeah, and yeah. You had to get there butt crack early. Yeah. Damn, we are this old, aren't we? Yep. Afraid so. <laughs> But, but anyway, yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I can't say anything about it that hasn't already been said. Uh, it's same here. You know it. It it is a time made, piece that will stand. Yeah, always, always. Yeah. Uh, okay. What do you got for what? Did we do your number three yet? Or are yep. you on number two? Mine were the Night of the Living Deads. You're the one that's opening yep. up for number two this time. Number two. Number two, uh, I'm going with a sequel for number two, Wolf Creek Ooh. 2. I have not seen it yet. Get the fuck out of here. Nope. I watched oh, Wolf Creek on, 1. And totally different film. Totally different film. That You, you will know. notice you know, will notice that Wolf Creek 1 is not, not on my list. Yep. Wolf Creek 2... They went a completely different direction. Same writer director went a complete, completely different direction. Made it more of an action horror, and as to where the first one is a slow burn. And I enjoyed the oh movie. Oh my god! It takes forever to get it going. I know. Tell it slow burn from hell. But it it's a blast. They made it. A, you can't argue that, that uh, the third act but, is a blast. 
I can't remember it. I honestly can't because I was so fucking disappointed. The head on head movie. on a stick. I don't remember it. I honestly don't. I was so okay. bummed out on that movie. I would Wolf just... Creek Two. Okay, uh, we've got to watch Wolf Creek Two, man. You, you I will watch Wolf Creek Two now because Wolf it's Creek One would have been better being a documentary over the shooter than making the fucking movie on what it was. To tell you the truth. And like I said, I like it, but I, I it's it's nothing like Wolf Creek Two. Wolf Creek Two is fast from start to finish. I mean, it it kicks right off and it moves well, at a good. steady pace of the whole film, and and yeah, it cause... makes you it makes you really like the villain in it. Is the bad part? He's basically like uh, uh, John Jarrett is uh, Mick Taylor is is like an evil uh, crocodile Dundee, and. And you just can't help but like him, even though he's mean as fuck. <laughs> that does sound good. I like that. But uh, yeah, Wolf Creek Two. John Jarrett steals the show. It got uh, this coming year. We're getting Wolf Creek Three, which I'm glad we're finally getting it because uh, John Jarrett's like 67, 68 years old now. He's getting too old to play the role. So hopefully hey, it'll hey, be good. Watch it. Watch it. Don't tell Arnold to sly that. I ain't gonna tell Stallone that. I ain't telling Stallone shit. He's yeah, he'll that. knock on your door and kick your ass. Yeah, all uh, 76 years of him. Uh, yeah, 75, 75. That being said, I haven't watched Tulsa King. Have you watched Tulsa King yet? No, I haven't. Um, I'm, I'm going not on to. Paramount Plus, but I did watch uh, shit. What's the name of his new film on Prime? Uh, uh, uh yeah, yeah. Uh, the superhero movie. I watched it yes. a couple times actually. Uh, um. Uh, the Samaritan. The Samaritan, yeah. I I, I really gotta liked say, it. I liked I it. watched the I watched the previews and I'm like, what the fuck are you thinking, Sly? I'm like, damn it. Well, we got this new internet. Like I said, you fuck. I need to be a salesperson for this internet service, don't I? But anyway, so I, it's on Prime Video for free. So I'm like, man, fuck. You know, I couldn't sleep. I'm trying to get back my sleep schedule. I had a week off work, so I had to get back where I was trying to go to sleep early. And uh, I clicked it. I'm a big Sly fan, and I couldn't look away. I watched the whole movie, and I got to say, it's nothing like what the previews and what the amps make. It is, it is much better than any Marvel movie they put out, in my opinion. Thank you. It, Thank you. It is. It's, I'm glad I'm not the like, only person that thinks that. But that being said, Marvel, Marvel I, has coined the fucking super Hoover, super Hoover, superhero movie aspect is being one way and this brought it back to life so i uh, this is just my opinion i thought it it brought it back to like the 90s superhero movies we were getting uh in a way but better but better yeah uh, the, the just the whole feel of it you know it didn't granite city or whatever it was called did not feel like a real city in the movie it, it was like a comic book city you know it was uh um, kind of in in the in the in-between in that yeah but but stallone, like city and stallone was just grading it he really was yeah oh and uh, what about the kid? the kid the kid his acting was blew me away and i'm not I, a fan know, of kid actors most of the time but i'm not either great job. but and most most of the time you know you see kid actors you know no, it's a fucking kid actor. Kid actor. And kid and actor. I this I don't want to give away the twist. Up. I don't want to give away the twist. Oh but yeah. The twist. I don't either. It, it. I didn't see it coming. 
I didn't. I didn't either. And I'm like you. Usually I see them coming a mile away. Yeah. And this one was awesome. Uh, Anybody that's... All I got to say is that anybody that's doubting this movie, just fucking watch it. Yeah. If you're a Prime member, it's free. Yeah. And 90 minutes of your life. If you're not a Prime member... It's worth it. This movie is worth the 6 to $8 it will cost to rent it and watch it. Yeah. Just get some of your friends over, drink a few brewskis, tell them to yeah, shut the it, fuck up when the it, movie comes on because you want to pay attention. If you're thinking that Stallone is too old to deliver a solid action film, you are wrong. Oh, just he, just this part here, it was, he spot on. I mean, he played this one great. He plays an old I mean, guy in it, though. So, you know, kind of kind of like the last, well, it's, not, it's not like the last Rambo film, but uh, in no. the last, last Blood, he played. Yeah. And... He played yeah. his age, you know. Yeah. I still wouldn't want to fuck with him. <laughs> nope. Nope. Fuck uh, no. But yeah. Okay. Do you have a number one, Trav? No, no, no. We're on number two. Number two. Oh, we're to your number two now, all right? Okay. okay. Shoot. Shoot. Have you done your number three? I uh, well, yeah, I did the TC. Jesus Christ, drink another beer, motherfucker. Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> this shit gets confusing. Well, we go back and forth. Okay. So, yeah, oh, you do. I'm sorry. Part. Back okay. back to the comment section. Uh, Carrie Yates uh, asks, is Hatchet a southern horror film? Yes, ma'am, it is. Uh, it's sitting in Louisiana, which is about as south as you can get in uh, the yeah. U.S. Hold it. It's a southern horror film, but the man that created it is a California a- goldie. No, he's he's from Massachusetts. Sure. He's from Massachusetts. He's from Boston. Is he? Yeah. Well, oh, ho- his show Holliston, his series Holliston, is that's based on right. I forgot. Okay. Okay. Wait. Uh, I don't know if you know the, the whole North and South thing, Carrie. Uh, but he's a Yankee. But yeah, he's probably a liberal. But he's a Yankee. But he he's a pretty cool Yankee. So yeah, it you can call it Southern ish. So that'll work. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay, uh, so am I up on number two, or you go first on number two? Uh, I already gave my number two. It was Wolf Creek too. <laughs> okay. All right. Shit. My bad. I got wrapped up and everything. All right. My number two. Holy shit! Trilogy again. Uh, imagine, imagine that. That. Fucker. Evil Dead. The Evil Dead trilogy. How much more fucking hillbilly than can you get? All right, there's you a, got like, Bruce there's a hillbilly guy and there's a hillbilly guy in Evil Dead too, but I don't. I mean, the demons aren't hillbillies. I mean, it's in the woods, but where it's are you getting hillbillies out of that? It's in the cabin, middle of nowhere. But it's not hillbillies. It's a hillbilly setting. Hold it! The motherfucker cuts his hands off. Or hand off and he put was the a college kid. Place. He was a college kid. Everybody knows that hillbillies and people from wait rural America wait. do not oh, go whoa, to whoa, college. Whoa, 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 Hey, hey, motherfucker, you went to college, haven't you? Uh, I haven't, but you have. Exactly. But you got the Evil Dead trilogy. You got Bruce Campbell as Ash. Enough fucking said. And it still holds up with the kids. I had them watch Evil Dead, the first one. And I got to admit, I love the special effects from that decade. But their special effects was a little, all the kids were like, 
These are Walmart Halloween decorations. <laughs> They're a little out there, but it's like I told Hunter. He was watching with me, and he's he's uh he's almost twelve. I was like, yeah, but you got to look at the time frame when this was made, bud. Back then, nobody saw anything like this, and he started getting into it. And there were certain times, you know, he's kind of playing. It's funny. He gets watching. I'd see him every night. He'd look, he'd, be like, oh! he'd jump real big. You know, I was like, yeah, it still fucking got it. I haven't introduced him into the two and then the army. I think they'll really get into the army of darkness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit. I did at their age when it was. Oh, yeah. Well, I was their age whenever it came out. But, uh, uh, yeah, army of darkness. I mean, that's not a fucking hill. That's fucking medieval shit. How can you say in the trilogy? That's nothing to do with hillbillies it's fucking he works in europe smart not not saying there can't be hillbillies there's hillbillies every place like i've previously stated but bruce campbell enough said bruce campbell's not a hillbilly he lives in iowa doesn't he i don't fucking know yeah he does he relocated up there remember you the one telling me that Said he went out and there was some one of his neighbors fixing fence, walked up and he said, Well, I guess you're the big movie star that moved up here. And he's like, Yeah, I am. He said, Good, get you some fucking gloves and help me fix this fence. You forgot that? Or did you just give me a line of shit? No, I I, I hadn't seen that. I didn't know. <laughs> you you no, just fucking made me that, that up, didn't you? You made it up. You made it up. No, you're the one that told me that. I didn't tell you that. This was back during the Ash versus Evil Dead's shit when it was going on. You told me he relocated, and I'm pretty sure he does live in Iowa now because he wanted that, to move away from the big city bullshit. Are you sure you haven't been uh, getting some of the uh, Pure Spectrum CBD? Not yet. The motherfuckers have not sent me nothing yet. I'm too new to the network. But when I get it, I will do a full review for all. Of our oh, see right there. There's magic mic. Live pure. All right, Wikipedia Mike. Where does Bruce Campbell reside now? He doesn't know everything, Trav. Jesus Christ. Well, fuck. He can use his phone. I can't. I'm using it to video. Why did I give him the nickname Wikipedia Mike if he doesn't know everything? He has a Google button. I can't use mine because then I'll back out of the show and have to relocate and all that shit. And it doesn't. Yeah, it don't work. Mm-hmm. Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, fuck he you, You don't live in Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> Mike doesn't lie. <laughs> All right. Refresh that uh, one, Mike. There's something wrong there. I'm pretty sure it is Iowa. He moved out in the middle of somewhere. There was a farmland somewhere. Not where he started, where he's living now. He didn't start in Detroit either. Oh, for fuck's sake. Anyway, so you're number two. You ready for my number one? Yep. Give it Who to does me. number two work for? Uh, number one is, you already mentioned it, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. You called it as my number one, and you were right. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it. As I, soon I don't as you give mentioned... a shit that's a horror comedy. It is my favorite hillbilly slash horror film. Oh, yeah. I'm not going It delivers uh, on the gore. <laughs> And the comedy, and it has hillbillies in it. And for once, the hillbillies aren't the bad guys. Come on. Well, and it's got a decent storyline in it, too. It does. It it turns the whole hillbilly, crazy hillbilly uh, horror genre, uh, it turns it on its ear. And I love that about it. 
yeah. especially being yeah, a hillbilly, being hillbillies ourselves. It's nice not to see us pictured as the bad guys for once. Yeah. But actually, we kind of are in that one if you look at it because... Royal Oaks, Mich a... Michigan, Trav. He resides in Royal Oaks, Mich Michigan. Michigan, okay. I could have swore it was Iowa. Thank anyway, you, Mike. I've had to... Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Uh, But actually... Hillbillies really are the villain in that because the one was spawned by him. <laughs> You're half hillbilly. And he came back <laughs> to it. Yeah. No, he's more than half hillbilly, if you remember. His mom wasn't hillbilly. His, his mom was raped by a hillbilly. And oh, that's right. Well, that's right. Damn it. That. I've watched the movie I don't enough believe times. That. I fucking know. I don't believe that. She had a hillbilly train going on. We all know what happened there. It happened. You, you've been to a I few mean, train stations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that that's what people don't understand. All these Yellowstone fans, when they say, we're going to take you to the train station, they, they, they completely <laughs> misunderstand that. Yes, they did. Uh, I have not shit. watched okay. Yellowstone at all yet. It's great. It's great. I, I highly recommend, uh, we just started on uh, 1923 with uh, Harrison Ford. Oh, my God, that is good. Oh, 1923. So yeah, it's a prequel to Yellowstone. The series. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I have not watched any of the Yellowstone. Like, dude, I just got decent internet like not even a month ago. So I highly I'm recommend it. I mean, that. it's 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 a drama slash action. You usually in that cool. order, but it's it's it is very solid writing, and uh, it will keep you pulled in on it. Cool. Anyway, number one, what do you got? We've already done my number one, the Motel Hell. Motel Hell was your number one? Yep, Motel Hell was my number one. What a, speaking of train stations, what a fucking train wreck, wreck this episode has been. I already told you. Whenever you pick Motel Hell, I'm like, dude, you got the old man. Oh, fuck, what was his name? Rory Calhoun. Man in there. Yeah, Rory Calhoun. And you got the pecker stretcher from Porky's. How can this not be number one on a list? Because there are better movies Hillbilly. on the list? I don't know. Dude, Motel Hill. Oh, well, shit. Okay. We got to do biased. honorable mentions. You got any honorable mentions? I did have, but... Oh, yeah, I do. But anyway, still in the motel, I mean... I guess it holds a special place in my heart. Because you remember the first time I watched this movie, you know where I was sitting? In my dad's lap. Because I was an itty-bitty little fucker when I watched it, and I remember it. And I didn't understand anything that was going on. And every time I went to my grandma and grandpa's garden out in West Donovan, they had these big old heads of cabbage, and I always went and picked up the leaves and looked around them looking for these people, and they're going, ah! So that's probably one of the reasons it's number one <laughs> on mine. Because I remember watching it. Oh, man, hell, it was made in 80. And back then, you didn't get straight to video until at no. least a year to two years later. Yeah, or you got it on VHS, yeah. So it was probably 82. So by the time it got worked up and all that, I was probably at the ripe old age of five when I was sitting in my dad's lap and watched it. Because if my dad saw one that he liked, he'd rent it. 
like every two months and watch it again. And I can see we didn't have the movie channels. You know, we were poor growing up. So that was the thing. You got to go to the, the video store. And if you were good for the week, you got to pick a movie to watch. So that was the thing. Sure. And yep. uh, yeah, I remember sitting in dad's lap and then going to grandpa and grandpa's garden and looking for where the fuck they were burying people at and had their throats cut. Cause that's all. I don't even remember them cutting their throats. All I remember is they had bandages and they made fucking funny noises. And that's what I was looking for. So that's probably why this movie holds a special place in my heart. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. I, I'll, I'll let you slide on that one. And, and the pecker stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> When I got a little older, <laughs> yeah, I, I get, we we should but, do a whole show on. But also, franchise. if you think about it, what were all the buildings made of back then? I'm talking in between walls and everything. Think about it. Concrete fucking blocks. Yeah, yeah, like the, especially the showers. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, if that was a concrete block and they drilled a hole through it and he stuck his pecker through it. That some bitch should have been shot anyway, because he had well over eight inches to have anything sticking out on the other side, didn't he? Yeah, cinder block. Yeah, the yeah eight. What eight, eight and a half inches for a cinder block? Yeah, they're six inches wide, I think. And you got to think about there. There was still enough for it to get a hold of too, with both hands. Exactly, and identify it in a police lineup. (laughs) If you remember that scene with the principal. Remember, she wanted to go to the principal and have a lineup of all the boys, and she was going to identify all the peckers and tell which one it was. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. Old slapstick comedy there. Ah, shit. But anyway, honorable mentions. I've got uh, Junior from 87, I think. I've still got it on VHS. Uh, that was a good one. Uh, I don't remember that one. Uh, Jeremy Ratchford. Why I remember that name, I don't know. Because it's not that good a movie, but it's sit down in the swamps in Louisiana and he plays the hillbilly son of a crazy mother and uh, kidnaps and rapes girls and shit uh, on that. And it's it's not a good film. I mean, I it's I would equate it to Slaughterhouse. Yeah. The whole... I mean, the whole, the way it shot, the whole feel of the movie. Well, Slaughterhouse uh, was enjoyable. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's not bad. It's just, it's, it's yeah. not good. <laughs> but. Uh, One of them that you'll watch again, you just don't know when. And honorable mentions also, uh, Wrong Turn 2. I, I rag on Joe Lynch a lot, but that really was a decent sequel. Um, yeah. Like I said, didn't live up to the original, but it, it was shot pretty well and i don't like most of joe lynch's movies uh but yeah. i don't hate him either he he just he's that guy you call when you want a, a solid film made that's not yeah. not gonna make you a, a lot of money but it's still gonna it's still gonna make enough to make it's you gonna hit theaters yeah exactly yeah, it's gonna hit exactly. theaters it's gonna make a profit yeah but uh uh yep. 1989's uh trauma's uh redneck zombies I have never seen it. It's uh, don't waste your time. It's really not that good. Uh, well, why budget. isn't it an honorable mention then? Uh, it's trauma, and I have a soft spot for trauma. Oh, I do too. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman but, uh, can't go wrong. 
Oh, uh, I, I spit on your grave. For bad mo- Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, the original yep. I spit on your grave. I mean, Fuck, how can you leave I that out? About those, they would have been in here if I. And and the I remake I like them. too. The remake's good. Um, I haven't watched the sequels. There's two more sequels. Yeah. Yeah, but say the remake. remake. They they're all solid. One of them's in Russia, Mother Russia. Yeah, haven't seen uh, it. Uh, haven't yeah, seen them, but uh, that and um, the Final Terror from '83 with Daryl Hannah and um, shit, who else is in it? Uh, the guy from The Sopranos, um, Tony. No, not Tony. Uh, the skinny short dude. Um, yeah, got me. I never watched The Sopranos much. Ah, shit. Uh, he was in Ready to Rumble. He's been in a ton of shit. Anyway, not important. Uh, um, the uh, only other one I was going to put on my honorable mentions was Wolf Creek, which it's, like I said, it's a very slow burn, but man, when that third act gets there, it just gut punches you. Oh, fuck. It's a slow burn is like, damn, that's like using a butane torch. Slow burn on that one's, ooh, fuck. It's like, trying to light a damn campfire in the middle of a pissing contest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but but the, the character of Mick Taylor is very memorable, and they just take that and run with it in the sequel. I'll agree with that. Uh, well, I haven't seen the sequel, but I did like the character Mick Taylor, but good God. Did it have to take them two hours and 30 minutes? To get to, to that character? Story? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. No shit. I don't need to see a hour and 10 minute camping scene but anyway i guess one of my honorable mentions and it's the only one i can think of because the one i knocked off my list well think uh, of a few more think of a few more i'll be right back well go right ahead would be well hell he needs to hear this where's he going magic mike you still there oh hell he's taking a piss break too i am here there all right mike Give me a couple of your honorable mentions that we didn't mention on Hillbilly Horror while Cody's taking a piss. Hmm. I'm putting you in the spot. I, know. I didn't even. Well, let's see. Um, well, you guys said wrong turn. That that's pretty much. Um. Yep. Given. Um. Damn. You know what? And it's funny because he mentioned that Junior from 1987 or whatever, and I've been wanting to see that one. Because I've never actually I, seen it. I haven't either. I'm interested in that. Um, shit. I don't know. I can't really it, think of any other ones that you guys haven't already mentioned. Holy shit. Our you lists were that fucking good. You, Magic <laughs> Mike can't come up with anything. I, I Damn. We're that good. I, I literally. I think you hired the right fucking guys for this job. What do you think, Mike? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. saying. All right, so Uh, Cody, my honorable mention was Splinter. I don't think I remember it. I haven't seen it, though. Isn't that Uh, one that's like at a convenience store or something? A backwoods, yeah, a backwoods fucking uh, gas station. Um, You got a robber and his girlfriend. I mean, this dude's like backwoods fucking robber scum. They hit a critter or something. You know, they go out and touch it, and it's a parasitic 
thing that grows spikes that if it sticks you with these spikes, you get the parasite and it takes over your body. And it sounds, the premise of it sounds fucking stupid, but it is actually a really good fucking movie. Really, hmm. I'd seen it. I bought, I've, it's good enough I bought the Blu-ray. And if I bought the Blu-ray, you know it's a decent movie. Because usually I'm like, ah, fuck it, DVD's good enough for me. But they had the Blu-ray of it. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I remember that movie. It was a damn good movie. Uh, and I, I have not introduced on this one to the kids yet, but it's coming up. Because my boys, they're really getting into all the uh, 80s horror and all that. And they're like, what's a good horror movie? And I'm like, well, yeah, well, well, wait a minute, not this one. Oh, and yeah, and like, speaking what? of which, speaking of which, uh, you know what this Friday is. What's that? Look at the date. Dude, I don't have a calendar anywhere around. I've Today's been... the 10th. Today is Tuesday been... the 10th. I don't know. That would make Friday the 13th. Oh, sweet. So uh, uh, so I take it that means you don't have anything special to, uh, planned to watch with the kids. Uh, on uh, I do Friday. now. I do now. But, uh, but we, we always do the Friday the 13th films. I started off, which you know, I started off watch, with uh, Sid, my oldest, uh, when she was uh, six, watching Friday the 13th part six. Because that's the only one without boobies. Uh, yeah. Oh, but, well, that's uh, like an added bonus for my boys. <laughs> yeah, their age. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll probably watch that and probably another couple of them too. I, I let them watch some of the other ones now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what we'll watch. They usually ask me, what movies can we watch? I'm like, hell, go to my DVD Blu-ray wall and pick something out, guys. And they'll, can we watch this one? I'm like, yeah. Oh, they picked out the Human Centipede a while Ooh. back. I'm like, no, 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 no. Why not? It looks really interesting. I'm like, yeah, it will blow your fucking mind, but put it back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait That's for about great. four or five more years, but. Well, do we want to get on to the news and wind this some bitch down? <laughs> yep, bring on the news. I don't have okay. shit prepared for this, so it's all on you. And uh, yeah, I don't have shit prepared for it either. Uh, well, at least not an opening segment for the news. So we have to do the the traditional. I, Mike remembers. Come on, get in here, Mike. Do our news uh, music. I didn't know we were going to have a news segment, or I would have done it. I don't have news music. Remember the, the your tradition? Well, what we used to do back when uh, uh, Rabbit and Red first started back up uh, the reboot. I know Nothing. I don't have it. Damn it! Yeah. Damn it! Okay. I didn't know what Cody, we were you were doing. Putting him on the spot. What the hell? I always put Mike on the spot. Uh, but uh, I forgot. Okay. Okay. Uh, the the new uh, I don't know who fucking put it out, but the, the new Megan film, which is basically looks like a ripoff yes. of, uh, the, it looks like a ripoff of the child's play remake. Uh, yeah, but it looks damn good doing night. it. Yeah. You watched it, huh? I watched it. What'd you think? Night. All right, Mike, how many beers out of 10 would you give it? How many? Beers? And what type of beer? These are good beer too. I don't know the difference between good and bad beer because I don't drink beer usually. But when you uh, think good beer, always say Budweiser. Okay. Anything else? I got it. How many okay. CBD oil vials would you give it? 
Ah, here we go. Um, eight out of ten. Damn, that's a solid film. I want to see it. I haven't seen it yet. Well, it kind of surprised me. Well, it's from the director of Housebound. Do you guys remember that? Housebound? That Swedish horror film back from a few years ago? Uh, Joe Bob had it on last year on uh, The Last Drive-In. I should have seen it then. Uh, It's a good flick. It It has the... uh, Ah, shit. Who's the one that got fired from The Mandalorian? The MMA fighter chick. Oh, yeah. Bah, 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 bah. I can see her, but I can't remember her name. Wikipedia Mike. Why can't I think of her name, Cody. damn it? Uh, anyway. Yeah, Megan uh, did $30.2 million opening weekend. That's pretty fucking solid for a horror movie. Uh, I let figured alone it any... would. The uh, ah. the previews got me hooked in it, and I wanted to see well, it. So. Well, my oldest has been bugging the shit out of me to see it when it comes out, and uh, for like the last two months, I'm like, what is it about this movie? Because she never wants me to take her to the theater for anything, and she's like, can we go to the theater to see this? Fucking and, uh, AI. Uh, well, that comes to the same thing. That got Gina Carano. But uh, anyway, the the chick that stars in Housebound is the poor man's version of Gina Carano. Uh, Yep. (laughs) She looks like her, in other words. Uh, But uh, yeah, uh, Megan did $30.2 million, and the sequel has already been greenlit. Oh, I figured that. Yeah, I'll I'll check it out. uh, And my my daughter's going to drag me to see it anyway, so why not? Well, Um, I figured that uh, the... It's kind of like Chucky, uh, the newest Chucky installment. You know, they they brought him into the modern world where he controls AI. So and he's kind of like an Alexa hub or something like that where he can control anything in your house. Yeah, so yeah which is thing. freaky, yeah. I, I introduced my kids to Chucky, the original Chucky, and they liked it. They laughed through it. It was so much fun. It was, oh, it was amazing, you know. They weren't scared of it. They all slept in their beds that night. Everybody was good. So I'm like, oh, awesome. So Walmart had the new Chucky on DVD for like 10, 15 bucks. I'm like, oh, yeah, we got to get this so the kids can watch it, you know? Yeah. You know, they love the original. This one's not fucking scary at all because I seen it at theaters and I didn't think it was fucking scary at all. Well, I brought it home and it fucking terrorized every child we have in this house. I never my thought about girl, that with the... Uh, my baby girl would not sleep in her fucking bed. Or, and, and back in the hell, that's been what? Two, three years ago when it come out. So our boys were like nine. Yeah, My baby girl would go... 2019. My ba- yeah, my baby girl would go to her mom's. I'm not sleeping in my damn bedroom. There's fucking Chucky in there. <laughs> She's like, what is this Chucky bullshit? And I'm like, oh my God. So yeah, the... Updated you fucked up, Dad. You fucked up. Of the AI. And I didn't think it was a scary movie. I thought uh, it was I, fun. I never, uh, yeah, I never thought about but that with dude, kids. I never crossed my mind. But if you think about it, most of them have a phone. They can link their phone to this. They can link their phone to that. They can link this to this. They, can, yeah, you know, they, like, they understand it probably better than we do. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. This motherfucker scared the hell out of them. The original didn't. The original scared the shit out of me. 
because you know i'm i'm envisioning well i gave the tour of the man cave last time of all my old action figures if them some bitches come to life we're all fucked you know so you know the original scared me you're fucked but uh <laughs> yeah but uh yeah uh wow i didn't think about that but uh yeah uh <clears throat> megan could be uh the really the child's play remake we wanted um it really looks fucking creepy too if you look at the at the reels they're giving out yeah, like that um, one with the boy that's picking on her friend she's like you should run now he's like what the hell did you say and then she's running on all fours toward him it, it's kind of creepy looking yeah uh i'll definitely give it a shot and um you know, hey, it, I'm just glad to see horror movies that are doing well enough to get sequels, uh, or major horror movies that are doing well enough to get sequels now. Well, I'm happy to see independent horror <clears throat> get sequels too. But uh, oh yeah. Okay, next up we got uh, the crowd-funded The Mutilator Two, the sequel to the 1984 classic. Uh, <laughs> the Mutilator. No yeah, it's uh same writer and director, uh, Buddy Cooper. Is come the writer. That's the one with the guest star Bruce Campbell and he's a cop that shows up for like 6 seconds in the film. No, right? you're thinking of uh shit. I Intruder. Intruder, yeah, thank right. you, Mike. Intruder. I don't know why okay. I couldn't think of that. Thank the mutilator is the one Mike. where the, <laughs> the uh, there aren't any major stars in it, but the uh, the one gal gets the giant hay hook to the vag in it. Um, Doesn't Joe Bob cover this one too? Uh, did he? No, 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 he doesn't. He wanted to, but it wasn't on Shutter yet. I remember maybe now. that. Yep. But anyway, we're getting a sequel to it. It was crowdfunded by the original director uh, and writer, so, you know, why not? I'll check it out. Hell yeah. yeah. Cody I mean, Bob yeah. says, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, hey, we've got our where, first... Uh, where's your Darcy sitting out back there? Yeah, she... Probably died of an STD by now. What? I didn't know Krista was infected. No, Darcy. Dar you said Darcy. Darcy, the mother no, of I Diana said, Prince. She's. I said your Darcy. My Darcy. Yeah. My Darcy ain't got tits you're, like that. You're Cody Bob. <laughs> uh, uh, fair enough. Fair enough. My Darcy is probably asleep. She was watching earlier, but she's uh, she is asleep and still not a porn star. Um, Probably a good thing thank, she is. Thank right good. Now. Yeah, I meant that in a positive way. I meant that in a positive way. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, but uh, yeah, we got the uh, first Evil Dead Rise trailer. Have you watched it yet? Uh, yeah, bits and pieces of it. No, yeah, no I Bruce Campbell. It. No Bruce Campbell. But looks like it's going to deliver on the gore. And Bruce Campbell is well, producing. I was about to and say no Bruce Campbell, but he is a producer, so I think it should I'm, be decent. I think I'm I'm just call, calling this right now. 
We'll have to review it when it comes out, but I'm calling it right now. I'm going to say it's going to be on par with the Evil Dead remake that Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell have produced. I think it will be better than that one. I really do. Yeah. I like the remake, I, though. I mean, I, yeah, I missed that. I, yes, of course I, I missed that. I like, don't get me wrong, I like the remake, but I feel they didn't capture it like they should have. Um, I think this one is going to give them the opportunity to go above and beyond what the Evil Dead remake should have been. So I hope that I'm on par with what they were thinking. I'm hoping. Oh, and um, and I, if they give us a little, if they give us a little Bruce Campbell cameo somewhere in it, or even oh, I, I don't it. give it, I don't give a shit if they do at the end of the credits. They do like the last one, just have him pop his head up and say groovy again. I, I'll be happy there, with that. But oh, you yeah, cannot have an Evil Dead film without Bruce Campbell. I'm sorry. No, not for me. It's not going to be Evil Dead without Bruce Campbell for me. I'm almost thinking he'll be a gas station attendant somewhere or something. I'd almost put money that he is going to have a cameo in there somewhere. If nothing else, at the end of the film. Especially how fucking, <clears throat> after how fucking stars, and that's why I said stars, the stars uh, network, dude, who does not deserve any of our money ever. Do not dude, subscribe to stars. I, subscribe I to Rabbit and Red Patreon. Fuck that. Uh, that I canceled. No, no, no. So really, TV subscribe to Rabbit that. Red Network Patreon. Seriously, yes, please do that. But no, I canceled all my satellite TV after that. When they stars canceled them, I said, "Fuck you!" If you're not, nope. Mm -mm. If you're going to carry the stars back, I'm canceling you. I canceled it all. Join the family, Rabbit Red Network One on Patreon.com. Uh, you, all join kinds that their family <laughs> and yeah join <laughs> their family <laughs> wherever where everybody got a pretty mouth <laughs> you have a pretty mouth too no not really <laughs> no no they will have a pretty mouth join join their patreon we will personally <clears throat> send you personalized like cameo videos telling you you have a pretty mouth i promise i promise yep cody even be naked in half of them yeah, hell, all of them. Uh, but uh, what was I talking about? Rabbit and Red Patreon. Evil the Evil Dead, Dead remake. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's next on the news? Next up, we also got the first trailer for Renfield, the new film starring Nicolas Cage and Nicholas Holt. Two Nicks in one movie. Two Nicks for one ticket. April 14th. Uh, it's a comedy spinoff. Kind of looks like the Nicholas Holt from Warm Bodies. Remember Warm, Warm Bodies? The uh, uh, yeah, like the 10 years ago. The movie. Teeny Bopper zombie film. Uh, which wasn't horrible. I didn't hate it. I never made but it. Anyway. Now the Nicholas Holt uh, a middle-aged Nicholas Holt is playing Renfield, uh, the servant of Nicholas Cage's Dracula, and he has superpowers now because he's his uh, servant, uh, Dracula's servant, and uh, and uh, uh, they're putting some kind of probably teeny bopper spy, uh, spin on Renfield now too, and uh, I'll watch it just because fuck 
It's got Nicolas Cage in it, and I love Nicolas Cage, even in the shitty movies. He's still good, even in shitty movies. So, uh, why not? Yeah, I gotta agree. And uh, get a Nick next Cage up, movie. It's a decent one. Yep. Uh, or Nick? No, no, no. It's that doesn't make it a decent movie. It makes it a decent Nick Cage in the movie. Because the guy, you got to give it to the guy. He, uh, he yeah. plays the shit. It doesn't matter if it's a fucking low budget film or a fucking blockbuster Hollywood movie. He's gonna give a hundred percent every time. Oh yeah. Well, he's got to. The IRS was on his ass for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I still haven't seen that movie uh, come out last year where he plays himself. Uh, oh, the incredible weight of uh, being of fame or some shit bullshit like that. Anyway, uh, we're finally getting the much delayed Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh, yes, I want to see that. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's going to be a shit pile, but I'm hoping not. Yeah, well, as long as he kills Piglet and eats him, I'll be happy. Uh, Piglet's in on it with him. Uh, but it could still happen, I guess. But, yeah. uh, also, we're getting... Uh, looks like we're going to be getting a season two of Netflix's Netflix's Wednesday. The Tim Burton, uh, Adam's family. Oh, my daughter. My daughter is going to be happy about that. That is her favorite fucking show. I watched the first episode of it, and I liked it. I, I'm definitely going to finish it at some point. I gotta say, it's not horrible. Um, it's very watchable. Um, my daughter loves it, and every time she watches it, well, as a matter of fact, you'll see her hand with little uh, Sharpie or pins, whatever she can find, where her hand looks like Fang running around with the stitch work on him. She does that shit all the time. So, But, but yeah, that, it's not bad. I've probably seen every one of them three or four times now because she watches them all the time. Yeah, I definitely uh, will finish the series. Uh, it it surprised me. Which not, well, I say it surprised me. I like <laughs> Tim Burton. I do. Some of uh, his oh, newer yeah. stuff I haven't been that big of a fan of. The That being said, I love Dark Shadows, and that movie bombed at the box office. And uh, and I thought it was one of his better films. Uh, recent Dark films. Shadows. Dark uh, based on shadows. the uh, 60s. Johnny Depp. Uh, yeah, yeah based on the 60s and 70s uh, daytime yeah. horror soap. I, I, I never watched it. But uh, it, it was it, it was the first soap opera to bring to have the horror theme back in the 60s. You know, it basically incorporated all the uh, most all of the uh, universal monsters. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I really like the movie and I would like to see some sequels to that. But it was not meant to be. But at least we're getting new Adams Family content that's not animated. Uh, yeah, Cat eh, Rosita Jones too. Not, you can't complain yeah, about that. She's getting old. We're getting old. Everybody's getting old. Uh, but who cares? Like I said, it's a little overripe, but it's still good. Uh, if they could, <laughs> if they could have only brought back. Um, Shit, the original uh, Gomez Adams. He's still living. He's oh, like in his late 90s yeah. and still acting now. Yeah. Uh, Aston. Yeah, Aston. I, Sean Aston's dad. Um, I did not like the fat Mexican they brought in for... Oh, come on now. Gomez. I love that. No. I can't think of his name. I love him. He's a great character. I I love him as an actor. I, but, but I didn't like him as role, Gomez. I didn't like him as role, Gomez. 
what I've seen so for far. For this role, no. The only lover he's going to love is Pillsbury. I'm sorry. He ain't got the... He ain't got it. I'm sorry. Nope. He don't have the they, Adam Swagger. He don't have the Adam they, Swagger. Exactly. And Raul yeah, Julia. Raul Julia in the 290s uh, Adam's Family uh, movies that he did. I mean, that that was that will always be Gomez Adam's oh, yeah. D. Aside from oh, yeah. the original, of course. Yeah. But, uh... Uh, yeah. Also, we're finally finally getting a uh, high-definition Blu-ray transfer of Dr. Giggles. About time. Yeah, starring the legendary Larry Drake. Uh, a truly yep. underappreciated character actor of the oh, 70s, uh, 80s, and 90s. Yep. I I'm just glad Dark Knight of the Scarecrow is finally getting some love. It seems like everybody's really come around to that. Yeah, yeah, I hear people talking about it all the time now. That made-for-TV well, movie I, with Larry Drake? I think what hurt it so much was, like you said, all the made-for-TV shit with the Scarecrow. Well, it kind of just fell through the cracks with all of uh, with all yeah. the rest of the made-for-TV movies, uh, horror movies exactly. of the 80s. Well, and, uh, and <clears throat> there was that one, uh, which one was it? It wasn't Dark Knight. There was one Scarecrow movie that was supposed to be the it of the Scarecrow movies, and it was a piece of shit, and then everybody kind of didn't give any of the others a chance. Because there's a few other Scarecrow movies of the 80s. I can't remember their names, but they, they weren't bad. You know, they were worth watching. But And some good ones during the 90s, movies. too. Uh, uh, um, yeah, there are those films you just... Oh, yeah, it was a decent movie, but I can't remember what the name of it was Yeah, when it was made. Yeah. They kind of all got categorized, you know. Yeah, just uh, swept under the rug with the rest of the subgenre. Yep. But, uh, well, I guess the last thing I've got to mention, I saved this one for last. It was one of the first headings that I've seen, but I'm, I'm pretty fucking excited about it. Uh, looks like, uh, you know, all, all the great... You remember the grind... Well, yeah, we went to the theater, what... Uh, the grind Back in 07. Yes. Yeah, to see uh, Eli... Or uh, to see Tarantino and... Uh, uh, yep. Rodriguez's Death Grindhouse. Proof. And uh, Planet Terror. Yep. We, we went to the theater... I think I went Planet three times. Terror. You went two, I think. Yep, I went two. And... Uh, and, uh, and I and love those. Also birthed, that also birthed Machete. Yeah, which we got two machete movies. We got Hobo with a Shotgun out of that. Oh, yes. I loved Hobo with a yeah. Shotgun. And oh, my looks God. Fuck. I should have played it. I should have put that one in my are, are you ready for this? We are finally getting... There was one of the trailers on there. You know, they were all directed by notable directors. Uh -huh. uh, and one of them was the trailer, a trailer directed by Eli Roth. Do you know which one I'm talking about? No. It was the parody of, uh, uh, like a parody of Halloween called Thanksgiving. And we're finding oh, Eli Roth. Yes. It starts shooting in March. It's been greenlit. Eli Roth is writing and directing. Yes. Uh, we need more Thanksgiving. Finally getting horror. Thanksgiving. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Awesome. That's a holiday that's been glossed over too much when it comes to the horror yes, genre. Yes. And, and plus, that trailer was just fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was that was the best trailer by far 
on all of it, really. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I don't know when we'll get, get hopefully by the end of the year. But uh, I was really hoping we would get werewolf women of the SS too. And we yeah, the Rob that. Zombie's one, yeah. Yeah. That would have been badass, especially if Rob Zombie directed how it. Great, how that great means... of a legacy would that be for that Grindhouse double feature? Although it did it did bear at the box office, it, it didn't it didn't just oh, exceed the their movie expectations. Theaters. The movie yeah, theaters hated they, well, they, it. Yeah, they hated it because it was a fucking over three hour long. And people were buying one ticket for like three and a half hours worth of show, you know, and that oh, when they could have been showing something else. That, it was like four hours and something. Yeah, with all the trailers and stuff. Ever, yeah. And the intermission, always, you know, it, 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 yeah. it actually had an intermission. Oh, and I remember all the theaters bitching because remember nobody wanted to leave the intermission because they was afraid they were going to miss something. So they were pissing in the floors. In the Holy shit! Yes, they were pissing and they were shitting in their popcorn buckets and then throwing them to a corner. Yeah, all that went on during that, and that like kind of. I think you're making that up. House. Unless no, you were watching no, me, I, just because I no, did it I doesn't mean that. Uh, doesn't no, mean that everybody no, we, was we, doing it. No, we took whiskey and threw the whiskey bottles in the corner. But anyway, that's another story. Uh, but no, they people were pissing in the floors, and I heard there were some people that wrote about how they were shitting in the popcorn bucket so they didn't have to miss the intermission. I was like, "Holy shit!" I mean, okay. I've I've had movies I really wanted to watch and not want to miss the one where I, I'd hold it. Dandable. I was very uncomfortable, but I've I've never got to the point where I've been, uh, uh, you know. The, where the option popped in mind, well, you know, I can just shit in this popcorn bucket and not miss anything. <laughs> oh, because usually I don't have my popcorn finished by that time. So, <laughs> holy shit! But uh, yeah, uh, they ought to do a double feature with this. Uh, maybe do werewolf, uh, werewolves of the SS or something, uh, and do another. Uh, but yeah, werewolves of the. Werewolves of the SS versus Machete. Hey, old Danny Trejo, he's in his 80s now. I think his machete days are over. Well, shit, Sherry's almost 60, so you know she's going to be in it. Equal playing grounds. True, true. But uh, I need to go back and revisit those movies uh, again. I mean, I've seen them since, but I haven't seen like watched them like through with all the trailers and everything. Yeah, I've got them on DVD, but I'm not sure that the trailers and shit's on the DVD. And unless you sure. bought like the the two pack special edition, they didn't have the trailers included. I don't I'm think. I'm pretty sure I did, but I don't remember. Matter of fact, I don't know if I've even watched them. I know I unpackaged them, but I don't remember if I watched my DVDs or not. Because I know I liked uh, Death Proof a lot better than I liked Planet Terror. Other than you know, the hot black-headed chick with the uh, M16 and a grenade launcher for her leg was kind of hot, but... Rose McGowan. She's a douchebag, yeah. too. Like most of the Hollywood elites. Well, yeah, she was married to Marilyn Manson. What do you expect? I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Well, she got kind of smart. She divorced his ass, so I don't know. Ah, well, that's all I got. You got anything else for the news? 
I didn't know we were doing a fucking news segment, or I would have. So, what would have no, given away when we talked here a couple days ago about doing a news segment? You didn't tell me about a news segment. You just said top. I 10. said we'll do we'll do hillbilly horror for the main segment, and then do news and general bullshit. But I think we've. Uh, I remember general well bullshit, but I don't covered, remember news. We, we pretty well covered the bullshit angle. So. Yep. On both spectrums. Anyway, uh, yeah. Anything else you want to throw in there? Nope. Tune in uh, this coming Monday. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back soon. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Southern Takeover. um, We are going to be reviewing, I'm pretty sure, one movie, if I can get Cody to watch it, The Wounded Fawn. It's a Netflix original. Yeah, we're going to dip into the Shutter Vault. Uh, for a yeah, bit. Oh, I said Netflix, didn't I? Shit, yeah, Shutter. My bad. Sorry, uh-huh. I had a few beer. I've run on like three hours of sleep for the past three days, so and several Budweiser. So y'all have to excuse me. Yes, we're gonna dip into the Shutter Vault. Um, I believe we're gonna be reviewing a Wounded Fawn, which was a really surprisingly decent. I hate to put decent and good for the same movie, but that's about where it's at. Um, I just got to get oh, El Akokoto there to watch it. And then uh, maybe another one, uh, Burial. I've seen it. It was It's a decent, but I don't really classify it as horror, but it is on Shudder, so. But, uh, yeah, we're going to be back Monday next week. Every other week will be our regular scheduled time uh, of putting the show out. Mondays at every other Monday at seven, uh, same week yep. as Ne'er Do Wells. Yes, uh, works out better with our. So you get two nights of me, people. Come on. Oh, oh, that hurt. Hey, y'all may need to get some extra cream for that. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> antibiotic too. Uh. <laughs> yeah, no, that should chew right through that. But uh. Uh, seriously though everybody thanks for watching uh yes thank please, you please uh, we love feedback uh tell us you love the show you hate it tell us what you want to see what you don't want to see any more of uh yes. we're we're just starting this back out and throwing some shit at the wall seeing what sticks and we need your feedback and we yep. want to make this as entertaining for you guys as it can be and we can't thank you enough for tuning in and listening to us listening to us ramble for exactly. god almost three hours uh and Holy uh shit we've been on three hours yeah we're giving Damn. toxic horror a run for their money i'm not quite wow. why yeah they do they do six hour shows yeah Hell. but uh but yeah th- thanks everybody for tuning in and uh please please just Please subscribe to the Patreon, Rabbit and Red One at yep. Patreon.com. Uh, the lowest tier is two dollars a month. I mean, come on, two dollars. And if nothing else, it it helps us cover the cost of doing this, keeping the network going, uh, keeping our streaming app, and and being able to keep our uh, fca license so we can play have great shows like roads on the rocks and grandpa's playlist that that play awesome music and uh and and there's a lot of other 
costs that come in, like the website hosting and stuff. And this just helps Mike. All this goes toward helping Mike cover the cost of this. So we can keep doing this and having fun with all you guys. and Because that's what it's all about. Just having a good time. And we want to keep doing it. Exactly. And don't forget, we need tips, recommendations for the new Rabbit and Red Southern Takeover. Because... As I have just previously learned, we are pretty much the only horror network or the horror channel on the network. So give us all the advice you can give us, guys. This is my second show. So we need all the help we can get. So I will gladly take it. Uh, criticism is more than welcome. And uh, we just want to put out a good show that everybody wants to watch and listen to. And check out our great T Public store, everybody. That also, the proceeds also, that also go to the network. Yep, sounds good. I don't have one of those yet, but I'll soon be getting one. <laughs> hey, Southern Takeover shirt coming soon. Right, Poe? Hell yeah! I'll, right, hey, right. I will definitely. Right. I'll definitely get one of those. I might as well. I mean, I need to pimp out my own show, don't I? There you go. Uh, Mike, are you are you alive to take us out? <laughs>